0: just became a raven.
1: Your art matters. It's what got
0: me here. Oh! Let's go, let's go. Ravens on three. One,
1: great. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill.
0: And I'm Dom and I've seen 82 episodes <laughs> of One Tree Hill.
1: <laughs> and tonight's episode for debate is season four episode 15 prom night at hater high
0: this is it this is like the most anticipated episode anticipated moment of all time surely like nothing has been more important than this in the world ever
1: i like drugs more than i like pain, (laughs) (laughs) because well sophia's bush has like a just Bush <laughs>
0: that's history there that's exactly what you just said
2: <laughs> get
3: that well, on what? a fucking t-shirt <laughs> that wasn't you... what
1: I meant I
0: will write that one myself so honey put the pen down I've got this
1: I reckon Mouse got a wang on him his knees, he? he's got a oh, massive dick
0: god
1: Yeah, because that's why Erica Marsh left him. Which one's which? Well, you're going to
0: have to be Lucas because, you know, you're identical. And I'll be Hayley because, you know, I'm talented.
1: (laughs) I could be the mayor and you could be the cocaine. I try and snort you.
0: Or you be done, I'll be Deb and I'll taser you. (laughs) Your face, then.
2: Such disappointment.
1: Why do I have to always be tased? (laughs) in the airport in the gate to go home <laughs> yeah, i looked across and his legs were slightly open and his balls were hanging out oh, in the airport
2: <laughs> i see is that, is that a pigeon is that a pigeon come
1: here come here now say it with some bass in your voice. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now.
0: We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. 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 You know? We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now.
1: Oh you know, TH <laughs> mm, <right now. laughs> what? we Oh what? Raven. <laughs> ravens call me colonel now you little ungrateful bastard (laughs) call me it before i get your dad on the phone we'll have a 30 minute conversation (laughs) and only 10 words have been exchanged it will be about how ungrateful you are for the opportunity to be on this platform which is the people's podcast which is o-t-h what o-t-h ravens appearances Keeping up appearances Keeping up with the
2: Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses I'm
1: I'm fooling myself I'm fooling
0: myself I'm fooling myself I'm fooling
1: myself I was really good talking to myself.
2: <laughs> Nick I, Nick I.
1: we don't have sex scenes like this in One Tree Hill. Like this was like in terms of they were literally in bed, you know, humping. And, and...
4: <laughs> you know why, Simon? <laughs> why? Because fuck you, Dom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll raise my hand and be like um mr michael murray it's, i'm a long-time fan it's wonderful <coughs> to be here season three episode 13 uh you uh as lucas had to hump brooke and kind of just did this weird friction like that i made this noise can you hear that yeah that's that's what you did it was horrendous. Um, how did that feel, being a divorced couple, having to, <laughs> to basically dry hump on another one's set?
1: Uh, can I check, do you love dongs? <laughs> Cause you must love dongs to be in this pit. Yeah, but do heroin, drink a Diet Coke and have a cigarette. That was my heroin. diet. Yeah, that's pretty much,
0: that's it. It wasn't a walk. And then he was like, oh, I'm glad I came on this walk with you. It wasn't a walk. It wasn't, it was barely even a stroll. He practically rolled out of fucking bed and ended up on a bench outside the fucking... Cabin or whatever it is. And oh my God, he actually has full Thank flute. But cool. we celebrate today. Ah, oh, fuck it, it's Wednesday. I'm gonna bang in some champagne. La de fucking darling. <laughs> you
2: Tell you what,
1: Keith does not manscape at all. He so just naturally so is just perfectly that. So it just <laughs> it falls into place. <laughs> So, now that you've listened to a five-minute intro, welcome to the Ravens of One Tree Hill Podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is season four, episode 13, prom night at Hater High. Dom, we've been on a motherfucking hiatus, but we are here. How are you, my friend?
0: I am very well, thank you. I'm feeling much better. I appreciate the time off that we had, but I'm so happy to be back looking at your lovely little face. Look at your lovely little face. I could just grab those cheeks and fucking just squeeze you to death.
1: Oh my God.
0: But I'm good. How are you, my friend? You you did a little (sighs) chuckle there. Was it at my face panicking?
1: Yeah, because I just started doing the intro immediately and you weren't ready with uh, the teleprompter. Also,
0: I then panicked thinking, I don't know what episode this is in terms of how many I've seen. I normally put myself a little number, but I always have to look at the previous number and I hadn't done that today. <laughs> so I uh, very temporarily shit myself.
1: But <laughs> you turtle you headed and then it retreated back. <laughs> it so. was all
0: back up in there. It's all good. <laughs>
1: Uh, save that for later so (laughs) (laughs) good well there's so much to talk about so much um but before we do that in 10 minutes time 10 minutes Mm -hmm. the the fruit you know you get the fruits of your labor right you do your labor you do your work you get the fruits right This is fruit that's about to ripen from like a year's worth, a year's worth of like communication. Like, We said we just had Colin Fickis, Jimmy Edwards, a classic episode, right, Dom? Oh,
0: it was. I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's one of my favorite podcasts that we've done.
1: You just talk in In the whole channel, not even just One Tree Hill. In general,
0: overall, what a great guy to talk to.
1: Yeah, and so insightful and like honest and humble and yeah, mm. awesome. And as I said on that podcast, that was about a year and a half in the making. Like I was messaging him while we were recording season one to like get him on because I I just I thought I knew that that conversation would be epic. Well, I've been working on this one for about a year, and it's come to fruition and um, in such an amazing way. So. I'm going to tell you nine minutes before because I just want you to be excited. We're going to be joined by a cast member who's going to come on. They're going to chat with us for about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, just a little bit, because you've only seen the first part of their story. And they are fully aware of the whole situation of that. You don't know you're a first time viewer and all the rest of it. And uh, he, I'm going to say he loves that. He loves it. Um, Wait, don't guess yet. (laughs) Let me finish. He loves it um, so much that what he's going to do, he's going to come on for for like 20 minutes or so, chat with us for a bit, then he's going to go, and then he's going to come back for the motherfucking watch-along to watch the episode with us, and then he's going to come back again in a couple like a couple weeks time we've got to sort that scheduling out to then talk about
0: experiences and all sorts
1: but that but doing it that way so that you can have the full conversations you don't need to be muted or anything who do you reckon we're talking about Dom?
0: is it psychoderic
1: i'm talking about matt bar psychoderic (laughs) yes
5: that's
0: so awesome (laughs) what a great surprise
1: Yes. So it's been a <laughs> yeah. long time yeah, yeah, in. No, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time in the it's been a long time in the making. Oh, that's
0: so exciting. Well, uh, I'll give you my brief little update then. I had a little update and the update is I have sent finally a message and it has got <laughs> through to okay. none other than Principal Turner himself. Oh, no way. Yes, on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. I got premium it cost me fifty nine <laughs> ninety nine. It hasn't really cost me that. It hasn't cost me that. Don't panic, don't panic. I'm kidding.
1: Get out before the trial ended. I've
0: looked at his profile. I've gone through it. He seems like a big deal. <laughs> and I've messaged him. And he's got my message. And his, my message is just sitting in his inbox. So, Wait, hang Sean on. Because
1: I think... Right, and when I looked I googled him. Is he like some he's like a big time producer now or something, right?
0: Yeah. He's uh it says Executive Producer, Atlanta and Company. So, I mean like here he is, here's the main man. I couldn't see any of this before, but now I can see his profile
1: Okay. I've so s- how many connections does he have?
0: Uh see all of this stuff so he's got one thousand and forty eight followers. I'm gonna follow no. him as well. Let's follow. Let's make <laughs> sure we let's make sure we're doing this right. Um, Cheers to that. And he's got he's got kind of such a private account that you can only like follow him. He's like a big deal. This guy's a big deal. So hopefully, like my message gets through. He he looks at it uh, and he's interested. But I I basically put on their co-host a podcast what the podcast is about. Um, we'd love to talk to him. We had Colin Firth on recently. We've also talked to Paul Johansson, Bob Allen Woods, uh, and a number of other cast and crew members. And we'd love to talk to him. And we said, I even Thing. said, Principal Turner is a favourite character of ours. So hopefully, it is. hopefully we get we get something. But yeah, Psycho coming on. I, <laughs> I'm scared already. <laughs>
1: Well, that's amazing. If we could get Principal Turner on, that would be so cool. Do you know? Um,
0: and someone I've actually brought to the table as well. I tried Gavin DeGraw. He was not interested.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I've got another update. Well, maybe I'll give that one after uh, after we speak to Matt Bar. Um, <laughs> well, well, no, I'll just give it now. We've got five minutes. So we've got five minutes to I'll kill. Just, <laughs> I was just putting my son to sleep. It was a struggle, um, but managed to do it late. Didn't get to eat dinner, so I I had, like, five minutes to eat. Oh. Do you
0: need to go and get
1: food? No, that's okay. I just went for toast. Um, Okay. Three slices. I wasn't messing around. And this is, like, decent-sized bread as well. You know, I'm not talking about... Not, like, crazy bread. (laughs) Like, M&S bread. Nice. A good bread. A good bread. This
0: is... We've got money bread. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Why?
0: <is that? laughs>
1: Poor people can get that bread if they want. It's all you're saying.
0: Just kidding. i just kidding. How,
1: how, how much more do you think M&S bread is compared to like Tesco bread?
0: 20 loaf.
1: Extra. That's quite a
0: lot for bread.
1: I guess. If you consider,
0: like, 95% of that is profit. Right. Except for the packaging, I suppose. But Anyway, who cares? So you had three bits of toast. Big bread, M&S, posh bread. Like it.
1: Right. I don't even know what the point of this was. All right, while I was putting him to sleep, I was scrolling on my phone, like, trying to get him to go to sleep. I was just... I just have to wait. Anyway, on Instagram, (coughs) um, one of my friends it's like an internet friend you know it's odd it's, it's not someone I've met in real life but someone that I've had so many conversations with and podcasted with like I he is a UK filmmaker and all the rest of it a really cool guy and he um he works as the guest like manager for the people that you know go to these events for a horror con in oh, wow. up north, like in in Birmingham, so he like manages all the people, and they, and through that he's had like interviews with people like um oh god Corey Feldman, um you know and, and all the rest of it, and he shared on his story that coming to Horicon at the end of May in the UK up in Birmingham, who he will be managing has a direct line to, and I'm friendly with him, like you know I think. He could potentially... I already reached out, like, can you hook this up? Craig Sheffer. (gasps) No way. Because he was in, like, some horror film or something, like, you know, or whatever, or in horror films. So he's going to be in the UK, in Birmingham, and I potentially have a link in. So tell me now, Dom. Yeah. if, if, If it falls on a good date or whatever, you and me, let's get in the car... road trip to Birmingham go to Horicon. that'll be fun and see if we could get a sit down for five minutes with Craig Sheffer yeah
0: I'm in I'll go to Birmingham for five minutes talk to Craig Sheffer
1: (laughs) (laughs) we'll get a subway on the way there and we'll hit the services for what McDonald's on the way back
0: I'm in I'm in I'm in I'm in it'll be really it'll be really fun okay great awesome i'm excited obviously
1: well, i if, i said to i said to his name's Theo, the the guy that is the guest manager and whatever um i just said i was like oh my god this guy, like he is a big deal to our one tree hill podcast um is there any chance we could just talk to him for five minutes um so we'll see so i see if he's replied <laughs>
0: <laughs> well just give us no. craig's number <laughs> we'll no. do the rest <laughs> yeah.
1: Not yet. He hasn't seen it though yet. But I mean, like he he did. Uh, I got some like an artwork made. He's like a graphic artist as well. Done for, uh, F&E for her birth no, for our for our anniversary. It's her birthday in two days actually. Oh, um, okay. and he gave me like, uh, friends rates, mates rates on it. So I like I think that pretty much certifies that we're friends. I like it. So let us speak to Craig Sheffield. I like it. I like
0: it. That's good stuff. Hopefully, Craig isn't like, oh, well, everyone else at the convention has to pay $50 to sit down and talk to me or whatever, or get my signature or photo. Hopefully, it's just like, yeah, Yeah. yeah, I'll talk to these guys. They seem cool. They've talked to Paul.
1: We have. (laughs) We we have. (laughs) I mean, that would be a huge one to tick off the list, right? That would be a. He's a whale. He's a whale. He's a
0: whale. We, got a, well, we talked about the whales ages ago, but he's a whale. He's in there.
1: But can we talk about the fact that any second now, Matt Barr's going to come on? Uh, <laughs> and I haven't given you any notice. Do you have questions that you could think for him? I have absolutely none. But <laughs> it's okay. I have some written down. Where did you get down. those
0: psycho eyes from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Matt Barr has entered the waiting room. Oh i want
0: him to punch me in the face (gasps) oh look at that (laughs)
1: audio is connecting that's the worst thing in the world audio is connecting matt bar is here let me introduce you matt matt welcome to the podcast i'm the guy that's been messaging you dom up here in the corner is here what an honor and a privilege to have you here how how's it going Oh, hello. Hey, it's Ed. <laughs> you guys, you guys
0: are s- so What's cheeky. Up? You are s- so What's cheeky. Up? However, however, <laughs> I'm much more excited to see Ed than I am.
3: Look, 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 man! I got the Matt Bar <laughs> You got I'm the white vest on. on I bro. love it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, don't, you two I'm, I'm, sorry, you are both I'm sorry
0: Dom I'm sorry I just thought I get I've got no questions for this guy what do I, what do I say was <laughs> 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 it like punching Hillary Burton in the face
1: oh. <laughs> was, I put him up to it Dom I'm sorry I just thought you've, you've had it too safe recently oh. like you've oh. just been getting these predictions right and There's some of us ruffles in the raven pigeon feathers that are like, come on, let's put him back on his toes. Do
0: you know what? When you said when you said it's been like a year (laughs) in the making, I've been in contact with this person for a year. I was thinking, oh, my God, he's done it. He's got Antoine (laughs)
3: Tana. Wrong black dude. (laughs) Yeah. How are you, Ed? How's it going? Man, man, it's going good, man. It's going good. I um when Simon hit me up this morning, I was like, Man, this dude made my day. <laughs> he made my day. He asked me to come on. And so when he asked me to come on, he'll tell you, like he was like, You wanna do this? And I was like, What you need me to do? Let's and prank
0: <laughs> don't. It wasn't like
3: what I gotta do. It was just like <laughs> I'm here, you know, whatever. I have to so I showed up.
0: It was the picture of him, like stock photo, I'm thinking, this guy thinks a lot of himself with that picture on Zoom. And then the name's Matt in the corner. It says Matt Barr in the corner. I'm like, okay, here we go. And then, boom, Ed. <laughs> yeah, man. Bravo, yeah. guys. I had a, Bravo.
3: I had a couple of errands to run this morning. I got back about an hour ago and
1: so
0: yeah Simon keeps, but, uh, keeping you on your toes
1: <laughs> what well, Ed what's, yeah. what's been happening man you're uh, you're out there you're on like the exercise regime absolutely killing mm-hmm. it. It's, it's like inspirational to see it on Instagram man so cool
3: yeah well you know I mean pigeons are fat you know so <laughs> I mean, we gotta get streamlined into that raven physique so <laughs> um I Man, I just need to be here. I need to be here for my family, uh, my kids, my wife. Um, She don't need another guy up in here calling her daddy. (laughs) Yeah, with with her calling somebody else, daddy and my kids. So, man, I'm a big guy. And so, like, I put that out there for added pressure. So I don't want to ever, as you see, like I do my weigh-ins every Tuesday. And I don't ever want to have that number the same. You know, and so, so far, I've lost 14 pounds, man. So that's um, awesome, man. Yep, My first week, I didn't lose any weight. And so I just came back around with that same big number. And (laughs) I was like, whatever it is, that's what I'm going to post. And man, like I um, have told you, uh, Simon, many times before, when I started listening to y'all, like fitness and you guys are active. And so um, you are what you put inside you. And, And obviously I put this pod in my ears every week. And so it's like, man, I need to do something. I need to do something. And so, man, hey, we on a journey, man. So one day I will be a raven. So you know, <laughs> you <laughs> so right are now, a
1: raven. You're the it, king raven. I don't
2: believe
3: this. <laughs> pigeons, I'm a pigeon, brother. Yeah, you ever been to the amusement park and see those pigeons? Like when we went to Disney, like they are afraid of nothing, oblivious of nothing around there. Like you know, uh, like I think I sent y'all that video of the cat stalking the pigeon. They just still eat. <laughs> that's that's been me. That's been me. Duff is like right around the corner. I'm like, nah man, look at my burgers. So <laughs> no, <nah>, you know. <laughs> but it's a change. It's a mentality change. It takes a while to change your mindset and say, hey, go get this. And so um my wife um uh, I've seen like a change in her. Like she really she inspires me. She's been on her little Peloton, you know, bike and i said sorry getting up early and i was like okay let's let's do this and we just do it together and it was really cool like my my son he came to me and he was like daddy why are you uh exercising and i said daddy needs to be here for you so yeah and he gets it and so like each week we like try to guess how much weight i've lost and so yeah it's it's fun man it's
1: fun that's inspiring man there's like uh like, ultimate high flyers stuff, man. That's dope. So cool. Yeah. So cool. I got cool. a
3: team behind me, man. Y'all are a part of my team across the pond, <laughs> man. Everywhere. Yeah, Hell so yeah. We're we going to do this. And, you know, one day, I'll say, by the time you guys, we lay eyes on each other in 2025, be a new guy, man.
0: We're, we're, so we're, we're going to be trim, trim fine figures. That's and, right.
3: That's right. I so you better get all this right now. You <laughs> better get all this right now. But we'll was,
1: have the psychoderic wife beat of S on. That's, that's on. right.
3: But that dude is Jack. When I was trying to find that picture, that dude is Jack to this day. Like uh, Psychoderic is if, if sexy. If you, he's sexy. <laughs>
0: If you'd had a picture of him topless, I'd have been like, "What? Well, this guy's a douchebag." <laughs>
3: well, I considered, it. I considered, it. <laughs> I did consider it. it. Like I'm telling you, it was pressure on me because I had like two Zoom accounts, and like uh, I was like, "Ooh, I hope it doesn't log into my other one." And, and <laughs> so, yeah, man. So I had to scrub it, and now I got to make sure that I change everything. <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
1: up to a work <laughs> meeting as psychoderic right 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 well ed what um i don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it yet um because by your own account you stay on pigeon food but Ooh. have you have you have you <laughs> have you caught up with the colin thickus podcast listen or what did, to
3: it. Yeah, what listen did you think it. of
1: what he was saying about like dan he was saying Ooh. that dan's moment of shooting Keith like overshadowed the episode what did you think
3: to that I just had a conversation with my wife about that, and that was very interesting. Um, the I listened to it this morning on my um, cardio this morning, and it was great. Uh, but that aspect of it, man, like, when you guys were talking about the hypothetical routes the show could have went, like, I really liked... I think it was your theory, Simon, about... Um, if he would have still been alive man that would have obviously brought more checks to that guy's pocket <laughs> and i could see one tree hill doing something like that you know um but check this out i was talking to my wife this weekend whenever we're on the road two fellas we always listen to y'all like it, it takes like Tennessee. I think it's it's the longest state. So when I'm going on a a trip, we're usually going somewhere maybe like five six hours. So we'll just throw y'all on and yeah. If When my son starts cursing, it's you fault. It's not.
1: <laughs> That's Dom's fault. It's not mine.
0: I take full responsibility and I'm proud of it.
3: <laughs> I know. Especially on the intro, which I love. I love. But anyways, oh, yeah. um, we were listening and then I just asked my wife. I was like, man, they need to come back with a story just about Dan. You know, just Dan in high school, you know. Mm, like Dom go, said that, yeah, like a prequel. Mm, it would be awesome. And, you know, you can have – because Deb do not even have to be there because she's a college thing, you know. <laughs> so they can go with Karen and, and him and uh, the man Keith. Yeah.
1: So. Bring Keith back. What, Dom, what did you think about the Colin Ficus things? I haven't spoken to you about it since then either. Like, what did you think about – what he was saying about that about it being a bit overshadowed
0: i mean it it sort of opened our eyes a little bit didn't it at the time because we had we hadn't really considered it we hadn't really con- at, at the point we hadn't really considered that angle at that specific time of the episode because we talked about the the depression and the loneliness and and kind of trying to make people feel better about themselves and you know, just be a supportive ear and and so on. We we talked about all that, all, all the way up on, onto the build up of that moment. Um and then that happens and the Dan moment really does overshadow the the kind of pain and torture of everything that happens to, to obviously kill Keith. And it does kind of just then suddenly get forgotten about. It's suddenly like the biggest moment of that episode is Dan killing
3: keith the back burner.
0: yeah so you you kind of yeah you do kind of forget the rest or it's put to one side so i think it's really important to sort of revisit it talk about it uh, and highlight it and and yeah like i said a moment ago just before um matt turned up um <laughs> we were saying i was saying that it was it was one of my favorite podcasts we've ever done and and he was such a great person to talk to and uh, very insightful and i look forward to the hopefully not too distant future where we get to talk to him again and maybe some other people and do some stuff for charity, wh- whatever we can to help people in those situations.
3: Yeah, for he real. seemed to be really receptive to that charity thing. So y'all got to set that up. Um, I'll even show up as a pigeon for that. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the it was. It seemed like he had just so much more to give to the show. You know, mm. Um, mm. and like you said, the guy, it was very interesting that he hadn't watched the show. It uh, did that great. You know, like, I mean, he was in sync. Well, I guess actually, if you think about it, that's probably what, it was sort of true. You know, he's sort of out of sync to become in sync in that moment and so he like it was really cool to me how he said he didn't let like the statistics and stuff about school shootings influence that was really strong um and smart because like for example um uh as you can see like I got my little headphones and stuff on like I um noticed like the audio on the last time I was on was terrible like I was <laughs> it was awful for me but um um I was just thinking about like if ever like there have been times when I've had to be interviewed and um when these people interview me I don't want to know the questions ahead of time because I'm going to sound rehearsed when I answer them and so mm-hmm. that was good like I could relate to him on that and because also too with my job a lot of times like um we'll have to record audio for my boss or or whatever and she'll a lot of times she'll want to know the questions at of time when we do stuff like that and we don't do it because you're going to get the best answer if a person is caught off guard like that mm-hmm. and it, instead of them thinking about it you know. So mm. I thought that that was a really Cool aspect that he said He didn't do Use the stats and stuff He just isolated Himself even from the other Actors and man He he killed it man
1: In both meanings Of the word <laughs> <laughs> Yes he did He killed himself Well
2: <laughs> <Cheerio.
1: laughs> <laughs> Well, Ed, we're 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 gonna have to let you go because we've got mm. we've got uh, Ravens coming on. But I can't thank you enough for uh, taking part in uh, in <laughs> in our little fun here. It was uh, it was perfect. You did a wonderful job of being Psycho Though, of course, you can oh, never man. be psychotic. You are our lovely Ed, and uh, yeah, we appreciate <laughs> you, man. Thank you. No,
3: please, like, you can never be white. Uh, <laughs> <Nugget>. No. <laughs> <laughs> no man it's good good to see you good to see dom and man y'all hey i can't wait to listen to this on pigeon time I'll,
1: I'll <laughs> we, we appreciate you man have a good evening great to see you Ed. Right.
0: We'll speak to you soon all right all right bye bye
1: bye dom i'm sorry <laughs> i i just i thought it would be funny did was did i oversell it you did like well with the whole, he's gonna come on for the watch along and uh, i'm just trying to pretend to be excited you did
0: well you did well it was good i enjoyed that are you drinking baby sham
1: is <laughs> <No. laughs> your favorite is corona but they're doing oh, like different um for different bottles labels i've got another one wow. here oh no that's the same um <laughs> i've had i've had no they, no they, I thought you were, have I've different... had
0: so much to drink. <laughs> this, this is my bed. We're back to fucking Wednesdays.
1: <laughs> Dom, I've got. I've had a hell of a week. Have you? A gone. hell of a day. Tell
0: me about it. Tell me about it.
1: Well, um, you just prank, I, prank,
0: prank me, but I want to know. I want to know what's upsetting you. It's good.
1: Uh, Dom, you've been way too comfortable on this podcast. <laughs> way too comfortable. It's time to shake it up a bit, baby. Okay. <laughs> i'm sorry it wasn't meant cruelly though it was just meant oh, no. as, a, as a laugh I liked it. it was good know.
0: it was good it was a good one
1: it was in good spirits you know it was a good one um right <laughs> and ed was so up for it <laughs> <laughs> of course he was <laughs> what a guy what so, a great guy yeah thank you ed well so okay firstly you don't you don't know because like, you haven't been here for a while but In my garage, I have taken over. Like, you know how I've decorated my office slash podcast studio, I'll call it, with all like memorabilia and movie and TV show stuff. Well, it's kind of leaked out there now, and I've taken over the garage, and the garage has sort of taken over. Um, F's okay with it. I I just want to put it
0: out there that I've not been there for a while. Just don't invite me around.
1: Do you want to come around? Always. No. Well, you're getting your haircut at half eight tomorrow morning, pop over after that, come have a look, come have a gander's at the garage.
0: I could do. <laughs> I actually could. I'll be here. I could then pop to the Galleria on my way back, and then oh I've got and then I've got work. Don't go to the Galleria. What I'm, are you doing? Oh, I've got to go there Friday anyway. I have got to go for a COVID test. At,
1: at the Galleria?
0: Yeah, they've got an express test centre for... Oh. So I'm... Allowed to fly fucking stupid
1: okay. oh that 's important man you're going to New york, New York <laughs> anyway sorry your garage
0: you're leaking you 're leaking in your garage
1: <laughs> yeah and um i I discovered laser discs, so i liked la- i i've known what laser discs are, but I like the fact that they 're like the size of vinyl, but I like the artwork on them um sometimes they're different to the dvd covers or something they're the same but i just like them so i've been displaying them like all around like i've got like tons i've got like 30 like going all around everywhere right and some movie posters and whatever else loads of movie anyway i've got a guy coming in Is a workman a handyman i don't know if a handyman is a term that's used in america australia canada do you think it is yeah a man with a van. A guy that comes and does things in the house. Fixes things, right? God, he's been a pain. A pain. Oh, really? So annoying. So annoying. And he's constantly trying to upsell for more money. Constantly. Like, oh, you need that done. I can do that for you. I've got no work on next week. Do you want me to do that for you? And then it's constantly like, trying to increase the pro- If I'm going to paint that, it's going to cost extra, though, mate. And he keeps going... He keeps calling me mate or buddy, and both of them terms I can't stand. Like, I don't mind being called... I don't, I don't mind being called mate. It's a very British term. I don't mind. You know, if it's being done genuinely, like how you use it or oh, how most people I use say it. say quite a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but, but not over the top. Like, this guy is using it as a... Hey, mate, you just... I could do that for you, mate. Or I could do that, mate. Or... Oh, the thing about that, mate, it's just like, shut up, shut up.
0: So I'm not your mate, I'm your employer.
1: <laughs> it's just constant. Like we, I've had people like I've got a great plasterer, great relationship with him. Mm. I've got a great plumber, great relationship with him. With them two people, they come over, they, we talk about what we want doing. We we set the price. Yep, yeah, happy, happy. Both people are happy. We never talk about the price again. Like we're just now it's just conversations. How you doing? You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's all nice and whatever. Hmm. At the end, pay them. Done. Great job. This guy, we set the price at the beginning and just every day is talking about the money, constantly talking about the money. And it's like, well, what is there to say? We've agreed on it. And he keeps trying. Anyway,
0: what, what is he doing for you? Is it something... You've that,
1: been doing stuff in the garage. Is it like something that think, a
0: simpleton could do? Like, I could pop round and paint something for you?
1: No, it's not... I, I do painting and things like I do. I'm not, like, completely... Oh, no, um, but, I mean, like, if you're busy... Deployed ...and a, I've
0: got less things to do, I'll just come around and paint it <laughs> for you at the cost of the paint. <laughs> well,
1: hello, mate. Hello, mate.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <it> Cost <you. laughs>
1: Well, right. but this guy... This buddy. Um. This is... The, the the buddy one really annoys me because mm. I find buddy to be a really patronising term. You know, like in that Friends episode where he's like, there was some great French, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the... He's just very annoying. I'm not using him again. Like tomorrow he's here for a few hours and he's gone. That's it. He was, his number will be deleted from my work phone. He doesn't... He, of course he didn't get my personal number. <sighs> anyway when he comes in and he's giving the quote before I realised he was an annoying douchebag, he, um anyway, he comes in, he sees all of the movies, and because he's, he's sort of around our kind of age, they're all like 90s movies, you know, movies that we love and have podcasted, Con Air, Face Off, Armageddon, Scream, Free Ninjas, Mighty Ducks, all that sort of stuff, and he's just like, oh my god, love all of this, love all of this, buddy, mate, love it, and he's like, you in the industry, you work in the film industry. Dom, I hesitated. (laughs) (laughs) I hesitated. I was like, I wanted to be like, well, we have a movie podcast and (laughs) I think that that helps. I mean, can I say, and I just went, no, I'm just a fan. even use the word just, just, just a fan. You're the fan? No, we're in the industry, Dom. (laughs) We have a, On iTunes, we have charted in the top ten, for a day, but we have charted in the top ten, like, TV after-show podcasts.
0: Because we're the motherfucking gangsters of right now.
1: Right, in a Liverpool accent, please.
0: We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. (laughs) Hey,
1: Yeah, Newcastle. Uh. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs)
0: Here he goes. We're the motherfucking gangsters are right now.
1: <laughs> he didn't finish it. How we? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to know what I was saying. That's in. That's being in sync. That is. Yeah,
0: that's what you meant, right?
1: Yeah, That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> anyway it's been stressful and then i had to go back to the dentist today to get my next set of invisalign things my man had to numb my mouth again four injections in my mouth cutting bits of teeth off again cut into my gum a bit um like it's just and then work is really picked up because like our main guy is in disneyland for two weeks and so which is great for him but (laughs) it's all crazy busy and
0: oh is your main guy an eight-year-old to Disneyland? <laughs> Is he eight? Is he eight? No. Is he eight no, years old? No. Has he gone with nine children?
1: No, he's gone with his wife. Are they eight? No. Come
0: on. If you're gonna go, you go America, right?
1: I don't want it. They're in America. Oh, okay. Oh, you- did I say? Do I, I don't know the difference between is one Disneyland and one Disney World? You got Disneyland Paris. And then you Oh okay, you got, they're in Florida.
0: Oh okay, I take it all back. That's fine. That's allowed. Okay. You you're not okay. eight over there, you're eight in in Paris. Fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of Paris, did I tell you that um F and I are going to Paris on Friday?
0: This Friday This Friday?
1: Yeah, it's her birthday on Friday, so we're go we're just going for one night. We're just mm. like going oh we did we did talk about this in weeks so as the Eurostar. star you haven't been, been before yeah you mentioned this to me yeah yeah Yeah, but i say that because the Eurostar. if you stay on i think the next stop is disneyland paris oh nice <laughs> so <laughs> Are you,
0: have you been before
1: paris uh yeah we went i've been as like a kid or whatever to disneyland paris and then when you were eight i went when i was eight yeah <laughs> <laughs> probably was around there i don't know and then uh f and i went for her birthday uh a couple years ago but then we flew from paris to new york um oh, nice. and that was the surprise i told her we're going to paris and then we're flying home but what she didn't know is we when we go to the airport to fly home we actually flew to new york but and what was funny is i'd kept that a whole surprise the whole time like in the taxi or uber or whatever to get to the airport the guy was like what terminal and i kind of like showed him on my phone rather than like saying it cuz i didn't want him to know you know whatever kept it a surprise the whole way we get to the queue to go to check in she still doesn't know because you know like because i just handled the tickets and the airlines or whatever and i was like yeah we're just on a french airline to go home or whatever you know instead of you know british airways or whatever and uh we get to the end of the queue and the guy there's a guy stood there that's like uh, okay and where's your destination and i was like oh, just don't worry we're going to go going up to the counter it's like, Sarah, I need to know your destination. And I was like, yeah, okay, it's there. Like, showed him on the ticket. And he's like, I'm going to need you to say it. I was like, what? Why? Why? Why do you need me to say it? It's there. It's there. <laughs> and he was just like, I need you to say. And I was like, okay. Can you come over here for a second? And I had to literally take him to one side and be like, this is, this is a surprise for my wife's birthday. Can you just let us get to the counter? And he was like, oh, okay, but I need you to hear you say where you're going. <laughs> I'm like... Okay, I'm going to New York, and then had to get to the counter and then be like, and it was I was so the whole air had gone out of the moment. I was like, Hey, F we're going to New York, was she like, Like, What
0: was that about with that guy? Why didn't you just say where we're going? We're going home, you know?
1: (laughs) Did she then think you're a a right weirdo? (laughs) Probably, but it's like Jesus, man! Like, pick up on a clue.
0: put your hand take your hand off the gun <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. security
1: <laughs> oh boy did i ever tell you when i almost uh got deported to mexico deported to mexico i well back to mexico oh
0: i think you told me this yeah But tell me, Mm.
1: Uh, I just short story is me and my friend Ali went from we were working in America and we went from America to Mexico and uh, to to have like a holiday or whatever for a couple weeks. Well, I've told you this because we we thought we wanted to go to real Mexico, so we went to a very rural area where no one spoke English because it's rural Mexico. (laughs) 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 And uh, I told you, didn't I? Because I got like uh i'm not gonna say accosted i got thrown thrown about a little bit by the police out there Mm. um and like luckily anyway um well as we were going back into america ali was like oh i you got the visa yeah and i was like oh no but it's fine I just need a passport and he had got a visa because if you leave America to go to Mexico you have to have a visa to be able to go back into America mm. like because you're not coming from your native country I guess yeah I I did not have any paperwork <laughs> any visas and um and when I got to the uh what do you call it immigration bit in America now like in California the guy was like and your visa and I was like Oh, I I don't have it, but I uh, British passport. I've got a flight home in a couple of weeks, you know, whatever to London. And he was like, no, you don't have it. You're gonna have to go back. And I was like, uh, no, please. And I was like, 21 at the time, maybe. I was like, no, 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 please, 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 let me through. I I don't have it. I basically my eyes started watering because I was like, what's gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be stuck in Mexico in and. What am I going to do? And he basically was just like, looked around and just opened the gate and was like, just go through.
0: You lucky bastard. (laughs) 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 If that had been me, they would have got someone with a big old hitting stick, whacked me over the head a couple of times, and I would have woken up on the plane back to Mexico.
1: (laughs) But you know why? Because you can't cry. (laughs) (laughs) i have you know like forcing trying to get the tears and they're not coming please Please. (laughs) (laughs) and on that note mexico's (laughs) here ashley we're back from a little break we're here with can i swear ashley
4: fucking go for it
1: Yeah. Motherfucking Ashley, legend. One tree hill, always first. Always first in the Zoom on the watch along.
4: Still haven't figured that out. I have no idea why it's like that.
1: You do it because you're eager and enthusiastic, and we appreciate it. Ashley, welcome back. How's it going? Pretty good. How about you? I'm good. Dom, how are you? All good. I've
0: recovered from. COVID-19 like everybody else in the world and just cracking on with life.
4: You <laughs>
1: well,
4: we also had to reschedule <laughs> for some other reason. I don't remember why. But it Simon. Was also... <laughs> we'll blame you, That's fine.
1: I, well, I'm sorry about having to continue to reschedule and we appreciate you being flexible and uh, we appreciate you being here. We have to take care of some business. There's some top five TV shows here, and they change from time to time. You might have seen some new stuff. Things might have changed around. But before we do that, it's obviously Dom's job to try and remember your five from last time we spoke.
0: Oh my god! Firstly, are we, Simon? You wearing a black hoodie with Black Hoodie Club
1: tonight? Uh, I think it's navy, but for this, I'm going to say yes, black. Black hoodie. Hey. Black. Black Hoodie Club.
0: I like it. Um, top five shows. I mean, actually, the last time we spoke on a podcast was a, quite a while ago. Uh
4: yeah, like a whole like a whole season. I think I was episode twelve, whatever the episode with the counselor was. Man. it was a while. Probably a whole
1: season. And a whole season in our podcast time is six months no so like
0: six months yeah i barely remember anything that happened yesterday
1: no no good we don't want your excuses we want your answers i'll right. take one okay. vampire diaries no definitely is not. something dom would say <laughs> not me friends
4: I, my episode was the last episode where we included one tree hill so that because i was the one who was like doesn't everyone just say one tree hill and you were like, yeah. So you, next.
1: you're claiming, you're claiming why we changed it. I like that.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'll take credit Church
1: sure. <laughs> Is is friends one of
0: them?
4: No, but I have seen it all unlike Vampire Diaries.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! What? Watched it.
0: I also think you're Dawson's- not. Yeah, I was going to say you're not a Dawson's Creek lover.
4: I've tried three times
0: and I can't do it. Yeah, I seem to remember the show you don't watch.
1: <laughs> Is the office in there? Nope.
0: It's not. I'm just trying to think. Can we have a clue? Just to one of them.
4: Um it's a show about murder. A lot of mine are like crime type shows.
1: Ah, uh, How to Get Away with Murder?
4: Uh no.
0: Nope.
1: I have no idea. Making a Murderer. It's CSI. No. NCIS. <laughs> no. 24. No. CSI Cyber.
4: <laughs> no. One of them, uh, somebody I want your is actually in.
1: Supernatural.
4: No.
0: Chicago PD. Mm-mm.
1: Chicago Fire. No. No.
4: I love Chicago PD. No. That De- that's not the one, but I'm just telling you because you guys have been guessing a while. <laughs> De- criminal- Dexter. Criminal Minds. White Collar. That's the one. So Hillary Burton. And then. Matt Bomer. Yeah. And then um, Roseanne. Like I don't think-
1: yes.
4: And then my fifth. Um, I think I'm going to say Parenthood. I feel like that's a Simon show. <laughs> Have you seen it? I'm just saying. No,
1: but I've been told by many people to watch that. <laughs> so
4: similar to This Is Us. I mean, if you like This Is Us, then probably like Parenthood. It's a little bit less um like there's not flashbacks and like flash forwards, it's more you're like in current time. But there's a lot more like grandparent grandkid interactions, like aunt uncles, nieces and nephew interactions. But it's like all family dynamic.
1: I remember the Roseanne one, because mm. I remember that's kind of like, of, of the shows that everyone says, mm-hmm. there's many people say, mul- you know, the same multiple ones, yeah. but definitely you're the only person that said Roseanne.
4: Fine, I love it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I just think it's so entertaining.
1: It's like the one... Yeah, so- yeah I, I go back and
4: watch. Like, that's not a sitcom I watched as a child. Like, I can go back and watch, like, Boy Meets World and all that, but... Not, like, I didn't watch it growing up. I wasn't allowed to. I was also kind of young to watch
0: it. Roseanne's in The Office. So, you might like The Office.
4: Yeah, and it's more like, I mean, her as a person, I feel like, is like, questionable. <laughs> the show, I try to step. The show is just hilarious. I've seen parts of The Yeah. Oh.
1: I remember reading, because she's, like, a terrible person, isn't she? <laughs> like, um... Because didn't they continue the show without her?
4: They did a reboot, and she is, yeah, not involved. It's called The Connors, which is their last name, and she's not in That's
1: it.
2: That's
1: so yep. right. Sure. That's right. And then just to say on Dexter, um, without giving any spoilers, because I've been telling Dom to watch it, but he hasn't, like the last season. Did you watch the new season of Dexter? I, so good, right?
4: They liked it. I was nervous, but I really, I really liked it. I liked how they ended it. I liked all the characters. I mean, Deb is my favorite character of the whole show. So I just, I love Jennifer Carpenter. She's my favorite, but great.
1: Well, Dom, I mean, you have to, if you watch the new Dexter, then you can kind of erase the, they kind of, I feel like they kind of did it to erase the last season to be like, you know, this is how we're ending it. This is, and it's really strong, man. You should, uh, you should watch it. You'd like it.
0: In, in my in my week of COVID, I watched uh, all three seasons of Succession. Have you seen it?
1: I have not. Mm. No.
0: It's not bad. It's all right. Season three is the best season by far. But the, the two people that I know have watched it were like raving about it. Saying, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. But I watched the first season and absolutely hated everyone on it. But it's got, um, is it Callum Corkin? Is it Callum? Macaulay Coggins' brother.
1: Oh, Oh, Rory? No. There's another one.
0: The one that's in in Home Alone.
1: Um, Isn't it Rory is one of them.
0: Yeah, I think there's one. It's
4: like Kieran or something like
1: that. That's it. Kieran.
0: There we go. Weird.
1: Is he the one that plays the kid with the glasses that gets stuck behind the the bedwear. Yeah.
0: Yes. I think so
1: nice <laughs> so are you recommending it Dom or no
0: um I wouldn't I wouldn't pick it
1: <laughs> well let's talk about something that you would pick Ashley as a movie that you love that is terrible like every time you come on you've got to pick a different one
4: I didn't pick one last time we didn't do it <laughs>
1: So I can then you then you have to pick two. Oh,
4: okay. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like most of the sh- like most of the movies that I like that are really bad movies are like movies that I really liked as a child. That like you know as an adult you're like this is terrible. But there's like nostalgia. So I think my favorite one is probably like the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I'm like ninety seven. Like it's great if you like like that kind of stuff, but it's also like watching it as an adult, I'm like, this is just terrible, but I love it. Like so much. And I watch That's a great um I watch it a lot like for work. So like I'm a nanny and that's like my go to like seven year old boy movie. Like we're watching Power Rangers and you're gonna like it. <laughs>
1: Because I like it. Hell yeah! I mean, we grew up with Power Rangers, right, Dom?
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember quite fondly watching that that film with you, like all the all the time, and no, I, hell yeah. like. I
4: mean, I'm still clearly now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but all, like the original the original series as well. Zordon, Alpha. Mm-hmm. I only ever watched the
4: original Kimberly. series. In the past, I know they made like a million different Power
0: Rangers. Like
4: series, there's so many, but I only ever watched the original.
0: Anything beyond original Power Rangers is just void in my life.
4: Yeah, like the kid that I nanny for right now is nine, almost nine, and he has seen like every single series. Like, I I don't, (laughs) like, no idea, but he got super into it and watched like all of them, and he's not into them anymore, but. For a while, it was like we were in a hard Power Rangers phase. But I was the same. I mean, I was like seven, maybe, or eight, like when the movie came out. So I was like prime Power Rangers.
1: Um, give us another one to make up for last time.
4: Um, One I thought about, I don't know if I can classify it as like a bad movie. It's not great it's like a very independent quirky movie but I want to bring it up because there's so many people from One Tree Hill in it and it's called 10 inch hero have you seen it
1: it. I'm
4: sure Dom hasn't seen it because I feel like you would have brought up the fact that you've seen all these people but um, so like Danielle Harris is in it who plays Rachel she met her husband like Jensen Eccles who is in Supernatural right that's where they met, like, before they got married. And then the girl who plays Shelly, Elizabeth Arnois, she's in it. Psychoderic is in it. And then Somebody We Haven't Seen Yet, so I can't think that is, is in it. And then Joy wrote, Um, she's not in it, but she wrote three songs and recorded them for the soundtrack, so they're, like, in the film. And it's, like, not the greatest movie, but, like, I love it just because of one hill like i remember seeing it at like a blockbuster or something and like buying the like blockbuster used five dollar dvd and i was like never seen mm-hmm. it i'm gonna buy it because all these people are on the front cover otherwise maybe it's terrible but i just wasted five dollars but i still watch it like i enjoy it
1: what is it called again 10 inch hero 10 inch hero that sounds uh like a
4: I know. They work at a sub shop. That's like the premise of the movie is they all meet working at the sub shop. And there's other people in it, like Celia Duval's in it. And um, it's a very small cast. Um John Patrick Flannery's in it. Somebody else is in it, and I can't remember her name. I think she's in like Star Trek and stuff, which is why I'm trying to remember her name, but I can't remember her name. Um it's Alan something.
1: Well, just while you think of that, can I just put out, like, a bit of a public service announcement to just say to or anyone, really, that 10 inches is just unreasonable, <laughs> okay? Please don't hold people to those expectations. It's not, it's not, what is it, Dom? It's just not possible. Well, it is possible, I'm sure, but it's... It's not regular.
4: <laughs> let your mouth break
1: unless your mouth <laughs> yes and you said he wasn't in that one so that's no. surprising no
4: that's that psycho Derek isn't
1: it right well you'd think he'd be packing like I <laughs> would you or maybe he'd, the opposite he has such a small <laughs> penis that's where all the rage comes mm. from
2: <laughs>
1: Dom comment
0: um I, I think you're spot on <laughs> he's so angry because uh, there's not a lot downstairs <laughs>
1: mouth calling him the new guy the whole time has no idea that he's packing 10 times as much wang but <laughs> <laughs> well moving away from wangs um actually this is a big episode
4: it is yeah
1: it sets up potentially a big episode that's to come next but to have a big episode, you need to have that build up. And I think we get a lot of that in this. What well, I'll say, it definitely is not, it is definitely not filler. Agreed, Dom? Agreed. Good. Because I've been watching the Johnny Depp trial. Like, I'm kind of obsessed with it. So I was ready to give an objection. <laughs> Are you guys watching it? No oh man it's like live on youtube the whole time it's like half a million people watching it constantly like live i like fell asleep uh my son's been waking up in the middle of the night for the last couple of weeks you just have to sit in there with him for like half an hour and he'll go back to sleep but i've been like listening to just watching it and listening to it like three in the morning (laughs) i hear it in my sleep objection overruled hearsay (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Um it's not filler. Ashley, would you agree that it's not filler?
4: Not filler, hundred percent.
1: And did you have a particular reason why you chose this episode?
4: Um, I mean I had a few like episodes in mine, like season that I kind of dwindled down between. Um I really honestly I really like the the whole Brooke Peyton moment on the front on the front lawn when they're like going at it and then um, honestly I also really like the Rachel stuff like I don't really like Rachel's not my favorite but I feel like she kind of had some redeeming qualities in this episode Um, and since she's a character I don't normally love I kind of liked that there was something positive to talk about I guess that's why I went with this one nice I like the shock at the end too the punch
1: to the face <laughs> the reveal the twist i mean dom your face is so perfect in that moment i put it on instagram people were loving it you had gen you were genuinely shocked right
0: do you know what it, yeah i i i'm so pleased that the the, the resolution i said this on the watch along so for those that that don't get to come and watch along at the end of uh the episode i kind of get asked how I'm feeling and stuff like that And I'm, I'm quite I keep my cards quite close to my chest I don't want to give anything away But I mean my face kind of said it all um, And I was so happy that Psychoderek was back Because the resolution Or the so-called resolution of his storyline I felt like it was awful So it couldn't possibly be the end There had to be something more And I was waiting for it to happen And it came and it happened then And I was so happy for it um, And it was just the fact that you see lucas getting ready then you kind of see a psychoderic getting ready lucas is driving there there's the, the ring on the doorbell and then he turns around and it's just like huh, shock moment really really good moment and then the just the punch as well just like wow <laughs>
1: wow and um what, and did, did you didn't see it coming right and then when you watched it on your second watch were you like because when i watched it on this even though i knew it was coming but when watching it just now like before the podcast. It's like, oh, it's so good on the second watch knowing, mm. you know, well, did, 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 you, did it have you completely? Did this twist completely get you? She seemed...
0: The problem is with, with Peyton is that whenever she's too happy or she's pleased about something or she's excited, you know something's going to go wrong. So I, I wasn't sure who it would be um, knocking on the door. And when the door goes, you kind of think, it's not Lucas, well, I initially thought it's not Lucas, but then you see the the, the blonde hair and you kinda of think, Oh, okay, maybe it is and then psychederic turns around and it's like oh, okay, so I was I was caught off guard by that. But I thought something fairly not like unhappy was about to happen because it's Peyton and she can't be happy for more than three minutes. Not her fault, there's other people's other people are to blame, but um yeah I kind of thought oh something something bad or upsetting for her is going to happen and then it and then yeah then that yeah it was it was a really nice twist I was so pleased to see him to see him sort of come back and I, I guess the next episode will hopefully be a resolution to to Psychoderic
1: well and actually like Dom saying there like it's great to see him back because we like we, we love a villain because you have to have a villain to you know push the protagonist but he's also kind of a beloved villain in a way, right? I mean, how do you feel about him? Like is he what do you like him as a character, in as much as of course you don't like him like him, but do you like his presence in the show?
4: Yeah, I mean I think he's an interesting uh character, and I agree with Dom. I the way that they are just like they ended him stuff before the storyline was felt very like unresolved. Like it's just like we got him, he's in jail and we're never going to talk about him again kind of thing. It just didn't seem um like they wrapped it up enough. But I remember the first time watching it, I did not see the the twist coming until, again, like I watched it a second time and like when he, you know, she opens the door and you see the back of his head, like why would, like if you ring the doorbell, like you don't turn around and are like facing the street. So like watching it the second time, I was like, well, obviously like <laughs> that makes sense. But even this time watching it again, I thought it was interesting, because when, when you're watching the whole scene where they're like putting the suit on, doing the tag, you never see their, the person's face, right? They don't actually show the face. So I, I'm wondering, is that Lucas, or is that supposed to be Derek?
0: Well well, I thought when you, when you see the suit going on and the, the pin through the flower and the picture, I think that's Derek. Yeah. And then in the car, it's obviously Lucas driving in the car.
4: Right. Okay. Because, I, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, you see Lucas driving the car, but that whole, like, suit thing, I always assumed it was Lucas. And then not until this watch was I like, I act, that's probably Derek. Because it wouldn't be weird for Lucas to have a picture of Peyton, right? Like, in his room. Mm. So I just always assumed it was him. And then literally, like, today, I was like, wait a second. It's only been a long time since this episode first aired, but it's just occurring to me that it's probably not Lucas (laughs) putting the suit on.
1: It's it's a good misdirect.
0: Well, you have to say if Lucas had been wearing the blue ruffles, uh, I mean, we would have known instantly. Yes. um, Yes. Who it was.
1: (laughs) Good call. Good call. Well, Well, Ashley, who do you want to start with? And uh, who do you want to do the synopsis? Remember, Dom is the master. <laughs> Dom is
4: the. You can do all the synopsis. That's fine. I'm good with that. <laughs> Excellent.
1: Good. I just as long as I have to make it people's choice. You know, I have to let people decide. But yes, I prefer it if people choose Dom because he does it better. Um. I. out
4: oh, Brooke. Let's start with Brooke. on
0: your bike on your
1: bike dom (laughs) let's go
0: brookie brookie brook brook so we start off the episode with the discovery of a sex tape uh and this is where so it's been a little while since i watched one tree hill um you know we we, i thought
1: you were gonna say it's been a little while since (laughs) i watched a sex tape i've watched a
0: sex tape for a while (laughs) 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 you filthy beast. Um, no, it's been a little while since I watched One Tree Hill. So I'd kind of forgotten the whole sex tape thing. The whole Derek punching Peyton in the face had stayed firmly in my head. But the the beginning of the episode, I'd kind of drifted off and not really held that. Um, but, you know, watching it again, I watched it again today. So um, kind of finding out where, where all the journeys kind of begin. And we see... Um, that Nathan and Brooke had had sex on the back of Peyton and Nathan breaking up for like the 20th time in their horrible, horrible relationship um, at a house party at the house um, that they're in and Deb's house. And this leads to a confrontation um, downstairs in the house. Everybody's watching the tape. Everybody sees it's Brooke and this, you know, sheds light, uh, you know to Peyton that Brooke has had all these issues with her around Lucas and the the way their relationship has been when she did it first kind of thing and just kept it quiet this whole time and Peyton punches her in the face and I thought I think that's fairly justified um and then as as their sort of storyline goes on Brooke is incensed that she's been hit in the face and thinks that she's been completely wronged by Peyton and it's totally unfair. And she's the biggest bitch of the West. And, um, she's, she's just a horrible, horrible person. And uh, they confront each other a couple of times. And I kind of felt like they, they just need to fight. And and sometimes you just need these people to fight, just have a fight because it will sort shit out. Um,
1: you mean an actual physical fight or you mean like a verbal warfare just to get it all out? Sometimes just the verbals
0: to to just get it all out. Let's air all this fucking dirty laundry. Let's discuss it. Let's just throw it all out there. But actually, sometimes the physical side as well, just batter the crap out of each other and we can move on. And it does work. I promise you, it works when you just think, OK, we're just going to have to get the crap out of each other and then we'll feel all right about it.
4: Mr. Martial Arts. <laughs> Easy for
1: Dom. To I, your martial arts over here. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, Dom, have you have you ever had? Uh, wait, have you have you ever been in a fight? I have an like old, a, have an older like a Street, this is like a street fight. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been in a fight with someone outside of martial arts?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like a big, not like big fights and stuff. Just like little fights.
1: I, how did you fare? I did all right. I'm still in. <laughs> And they're not. <laughs> I
2: don't see them. <laughs> do you? <laughs>
1: no, I, oh, I've Oh, i told you, I've been in a fight but never thrown a punch.
0: We'll change that on a Monday night,
1: mate. <laughs> <laughs> I have been punched but never. Well, sorry. Ashley, oh. have you ever had to fight with a friend? Or a person?
4: No. Um... I remember I accidentally slapped somebody once. Accidentally. But it wasn't a fight. I. How? I was talking and I turned around and just like backhanded somebody. <laughs> yeah. He was fine. He. Lived. I was like 12. I was fine. Well,
1: yeah. Accidents.
0: It yeah. happened.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Sorry, Dom. Yes. They sometimes they need to get it out and they did i guess
0: well it's, okay, so it kind of starts off with brooke confronting her on at her doorstep uh and they they have the their, their row first don't they and peyton kind of we haven't got to the egg bit yet and like throwing eggs and stuff this is this is the first argument the first row and um peyton kind of says like you never really give a shit about me and, and and kind of gives off that air and you you turn everything into um, a, a joke kind of thing. And and I don't know if we've quite got to, when we're throwing the eggs and stuff, um, they have the proper physical fight on the lawn. Is that when she says you you turned my mum's death into a joke? Is that?
1: Yeah, that's the second one. Yeah, now.
0: so the, the first fight is kind of like the first bit of airing their dirty laundry. Brooke is feeling the victim... You know been punched in the face And Peyton is like What the fuck is your problem This is all you This is all you And you were started off being a bitch Fucking years before I even knew it And I think rightly so And she Oh this is where she slams the door in her face And Brooke is like really frustrated Goes and does the usual You know Annoying teenager thing Of telling the world That how horrible Peyton is And she's an absolute nightmare And she won't listen to me And she's like I said The, the you know The biggest bitch in the west And um It then Kind of escalates from there and, and becomes Peyton. Then takes um, the posh spice mug that uh, they, they made to give, like the Spice Girls mug, and some CDs and obviously some eggs. And she takes it around. And she's like, oh, "You think I don't care? I kept all this stuff and it all meant something then. But you, you know, throwing eggs and throws the mug at the pillar and it smashes. Like like, if you're gonna throw the mug, if you're really that angry, you've already thrown some eggs. You're gonna throw it through a window, aren't you? Come
1: on." <laughs> yeah I guess That's, I guess she I would have th-
4: the picture frame with the picture of she's like this is the picture of you and Lucas on my birthday so who's the whore now and she like throws you know she throws that too
1: everywhere that was, and it was a good delivery on that line she's like who's the whore now like her voice uh, like you, it, <laughs> yeah but it's like genuine you know it's like uh you can tell that I'm not, I'm not articulating it right, but you can tell that that's uh, that's how she, she, yeah, she would sound emotionally like that. It felt genuine, even though obviously we're acting.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, and then this leads to Peyton running down the, the front steps and tackling her to the ground. And they, yeah, they sort of, she overpowers her quite well and they roll around for a little bit uh, and they're smacking each other about. And, this is when Peyton gets up and quite rightly, I think says you just turned, you just, you're just like the biggest bitch in the world, but you have turned around and you, you, you cried with me about my mum's, uh, like at my mum's funeral. And you cried with me when she died. And then you fucking turn it into a joke and you, you turned all these things around on me and you've never been a good friend. And I basically want nothing to do with you. And yeah, I, I'm just gonna act like you don't exist, and that, that kind of closes the door again on 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 them. You know, Peyton does have a lot of problem with windows. I mean, she's had a person thrown through one. Um, she's now got eggs covered on that same window. Um, I'm I'm just guessing. Just brick it up. Just brick it up. Just brick it up.
1: <laughs> just no no need for windows or natural light anymore. I
0: mean, yeah, she well she used to live in the dark. She's actually got a nice, quite light room now, hasn't <laughs> she? <laughs>
1: How many layers of paint has her bedroom been through? Like, you know, and, and you know, she's not stripping it off. Like, that's just on top, on top, on top. If anything, she's making her room smaller. Well, Eventually, it will just be a tiny room walls, because of all of the paint.
0: Yeah, the walls are, like, insulated with paint. <laughs> like, extra thick.
1: The guy that's doing the work on my house at the moment, I would have had to get a second mortgage for him to paint that room. <laughs> like, but the... the um Can I just add, the i think mean, hillary burton does a fantastic job in this episode i mean spoilers she will get my uh performer of the episode no doubt um but she does a couple i'm going to say patonisms in this episode that annoy me and they're not like as as uh gratuitous as the uh i'm hungry but yet to come wait for the library
2: I w- wait for the library
1: you watched the episode the other day.
4: watching One Tree Hill and she's like already there. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Like I'm... And I watched it. And it made me laugh.
1: Did it annoy you? Do you understand why it's such a point?
4: No, not really. It doesn't, it never, I couldn't pinpoint the episode for the longest time until you said library. I thought it was going to be in the episode where they're throwing the cookie dough. I was like oh it's coming and then it didn't come and I was like where, when does this happen like I could not pinpoint it and then once you said library I remembered like the specific line I don't know it always made me laugh I never I don't know sorry it doesn't annoy me like it annoys you
1: no it's okay as long as I'm pointing things out and people are remembering then that's great um, but she does some things it's not as bad as that especially in this episode where she's like duck duck bitch you know and that's fine and she does some other things you know like um is that with nathan on top of Brooke or Brooke on top of nathan these lines don't bother me it's the way that then after she's said whatever the sort of like angry bitchy comment is she sort of then looks at the person and does like the like evil look it's like i've said the thing and now it's time to look mad and evil and it's like i just it's a very like teenage adolescent kind of thing of thinking oh i'm so clever that i can be bitchy i don't know is this is this just me coming off as a hater i don't know
4: i think it helps being like older we're like that's just you know like they're supposed to be what 17 18 depending on you know when their birthdays are so i can kind of see why they act that way because it's hard sometimes to be like oh they're still kids because they look like they're
2: Mm. 30
4: but like to like in your like oh you're like a child still so like that behavior makes sense and sometimes i feel like when i watch it i judge them like they're 26 or something but they're not supposed to be
1: no that's a good point i'm being a grumpy old man here at this point i think that's fair um yeah sorry dom keep going
0: well that that's kind of um the story then kind of moves on to Uh, Brooke and Rachel and Rachel is kind of being nice Um, this is probably the nicest we've seen her Um, and they have their sort of conversation Rachel's packing to leave she's been expelled from school Brooke keeps apologising to her and saying sorry I got you expelled and she's like hey you know it's kind of my fault I basically forced you to take the test and, and to cheat and yeah it's kind of fine I'm used to this happening and while you're you know finishing school and doing more clothes over bros stuff I'm going to be on a beach getting a tan so but you know she's kind of done this before um I'm starting to think that you know all the times that she's been kicked out of schools and stuff you know maybe they're for better reasons than than what we're led to believe uh from Rachel I still don't like the character but um or judging by the end of this episode she's not disappearing quite yet um even though we're we see her at an airport and it's implied that she's leaving. She's not leaving. She will be in the next episode. I have no doubt. Um, <laughs> I'm not happy about it. But, <laughs> but you she, told
1: Colin Thicke that you he hated her. Yeah. Well, it's true.
0: And, <laughs> um but I mean, Rachel was, was nice to Brooke and, and did a really nice thing for her. Said she could stay at the house as well for a while. Parents won't be back for ages. I mean, parents don't seem to exist. Um And, yeah, I think it was quite quite a nice thing. And then Brooke, um, she, there's a, a like Brooke kind of like talks to a couple of other people, I think. But she then gets the the doorbell goes, and she goes and opens the door, and there's a there's a package, there's a, a nice box, and it's her dress, which is kind of what she confronted Peyton about before earlier, like wanting this dress back. And she gets it back, and she's like, okay, great, and she wears it to go to prom. And, oh, she finds out from Rachel that Mouth and Shelley... Shelley? Shelley have split and uh, Mouth didn't say anything. And, oh, it's because he probably doesn't want to add to your, you know, load of your... All the shit that's going on (coughs) in your life that's a bit pathetic. Um, (laughs) And um, she then goes to the River Court, finds Mouth, looking very suave, but wouldn't wear white. You're going to get something on it. Um, and says will you be my date to prom and Fergie and Trashbag are like what the hell why don't I get a date like that
1: <laughs> well, can I just add that the jacket was too big for mouth like it was the shoulders were way too big for him
0: in the trousers though am I right
1: <laughs> well possible for it not to be he would make a pair of flares into skinny jeans you know what I'm saying Anchero, An <laughs> yeah, free <laughs> legged mouth. Ashley, what do you think about Brooke asking Mouth to prom? Like, should Mouth be insulted a little bit?
4: I just, I love the first thing he asks is, "What about Chase?" Like, it's like the first concern. And Skills is like, "Don't ask about Chase, you moron!" Like, just go <laughs> <But> especially <like, laughs> Brooke for years. Like, like, he's in love with Brooke and he throws a brick through a windshield. <laughs> and the first is, what about Chase? Uh, it was fine. I mean, I, I just, I don't care about Mouth that much. Like, he's not my favorite. He, he's just one of the characters that I just don't really like that much. Um, But I love Brooke and I know Brooke loves Mouth. So, I thought it was, like, a nice gesture For her to like, you know, ask him
0: to go as friends and whatever. I'm pleased you mentioned Ferret Face Chase because I'd completely forgotten he existed up until one, watching it today, and then two, (laughs) you just mentioning him. So he's someone else that I've completely written off and hope he just leaves very soon. But he has also now said to Brooke that we're not going to go to prom together. Oh, no, we can still go to prom together, but we won't be together afterwards. Um, And I sort of think. Oh fuck off! Just fuck off! If we're not going to go to, if we're not going to be together after prom, just fuck off. Do you know what I mean? What is the point? What is the point in even us even pretending to like each other when we go to prom? Ridiculous. Well, that's
4: what Brooke said, "Brooke's like, well, I don't want to go to prom with somebody who doesn't want to be with me." Which I get. I so like I totally understand Brooke saying that, but I can also understand him breaking up with Brooke just because of his past you know him saying his best friend's up his girlfriend and so I can see that being like red flag I'm out. but I also just find it really like he's like it just seems so dramatic for somebody who's like they've known each other like a couple of weeks maybe a month, maybe a month max it seems like and it just seems all very um just dramatic for the fact that they don't really know each other, I guess. Like, uh-uh. He's seems thinner ta- and stuff and I'm like you don't even know her like really
0: he's so judgy he's known at literally 10 minutes he's so judgy and yeah, it's just like, like keep
4: I I understand him wanting to break up with her because of everything that happened to him and him having those issues from like his past relationship that I can like understand I just feel yeah like he's very judgy about other like everything is just like such a big deal like <laughs> Every single thing. He's always got something negative to say it seems like.
1: I think what he needs to do is just um Leave. Get back up in Richard Gear <laughs> and just get out of this. Just be done. You know? Go back to once you came. Yep. Richard Gear. <laughs> I don't have anything <laughs> else to add on that. <laughs> uh, he, he uh, do you know what what worries me? Well, it doesn't worry me, but I'm the sort of person that would join a club or do something if I knew I was going to get a free T-shirt. I'm all about that, uh, so I'm pretty sure I would have been a clean teen for a couple of days just to have got the T-shirt, like just to have it. You know, I'm pretty sure that's why I started baseball. I just wanted the jersey. I feel
2: like get
4: a t-shirt no matter what club you join or some at least here I don't know at least my high school is was like any club you join you were getting some type of something you'd be really busy being all the clubs
1: <laughs> I, just for a few days at least until I got the shirt and then I do actually have to make an announcement soon about baseball but I'll, I'll wait until I won't waste your time with it actually <laughs> I
4: love baseball I'm all, I'm all for it
1: Okay. Well, I, I don't. We we need more One Tree Hill content here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But okay. um, Did wait? Did you finish, Brooke? Like, should we? Can we talk about? We'll talk about some of the intricacies of Brooke. Or did you? Is there more to say?
0: No, I think that's it. I think I I got (laughs) all of it.
1: Uh, Ashley, what what are you thinking about Brooke? I mean, she basically is. She does. She has some nice moments with Nathan where they're sort of reconciling what had happened back then. And, um, you know, yeah, there's the stuff with with Peyton. It's a dramatic episode. I mean, how did you feel about her in general in this one?
4: Oh, I mean, she's 100 percent in the wrong. I mean, she, like, I think Peyton has every right to be like, like what the hell are you talking like? How are you sitting here being mad at me for so long when you did. Same to worse. I mean, depending on who you ask, like it just, yeah. I mean, I love Brooke. <laughs> she's my favorite character, but she definitely she's got her flaws. I mean, I think like she has a tendency to to like when she feels wronged, like she goes, she gets nasty like fast, like. She just goes like for the jugular, like with whatever she like whoever she's mad at, which is like not a great quality. Um but I do like I feel like such towards the end of the episode, she seems to like kind of understand where Peyton is coming from. Like at the end of their fight before Peyton goes inside, it seems like at that point it's really like she's starting to understand that Peyton's not even necessarily mad that she's like specifically that she had sex with Nathan. It's like, I'm mad that you didn't ever tell me about it and you were never honest with me for our entire relationship. Like that's what I'm more mad about than the fact that you the physical act that you like slept with him. And then I think our conversation with Rachel too, when Rachel's like, you know, figure it out. You know, you know you're wrong. And, you know, then Brooke's like, fine, like you're right. You're like, I am wrong. Like she kind of comes to that realization. I feel like she kind of goes to from with the intention of in my mind anyways, I feel like she goes to prom with the intention of like trying to make things right. Like when she opens the drafts and is like excited about it and stuff like that. Or when she, she yeah. I'm a whore, but she cares. Like, I think she kind of has that come to Jesus moment of like, Oh, I'm, I'm actually a bad guy here. <laughs> like I made a mistake.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And Dom, do you have any predictions for Brooke? Um, no, it was
0: like the, seeing her in the, in the, in the light, um, with where it says whore across her dress was, was quite entertaining. And, and it means that, you know, she, that Peyton cares and she wouldn't do that. If she didn't care. So that, that's a good sign. i I'm, I'm, I'm trying, what I'm really trying to figure out is where we go with Psycho Derek and who comes back and who finds him and who, intercedes and interjects and part of me really thinks they all do (laughs) in a in a in a funny way because they all have touch points with with Peyton like uh I I mean like Brooke does uh Rachel seems to mention to Brooke you know go and patch things up with Peyton um and she makes a bit of a thing of it Lucas is obviously on his way to to Peyton's um or supposed to be and Nathan also goes to see Peyton so I, I kind of got this feeling that they're somehow all going to be involved, but, yeah, I'm not quite sure how yet. I haven't quite figured that out. So maybe by the end of this episode, I'll have something more to say on it.
4: Well, yeah, because then I you think- have- going to be with Brooke, and Haley is going to be with Nathan. So, like, you have, if all these people are involved, you have people that are going to be involved with them, and it makes it where you may end up with more people helping. whatever.
1: that for chick separate- Exactly exactly oh i'm excited i'm excited (laughs) to for the episode tonight i've also i was playing around with zoom to try and work out how to make your face bigger (laughs) or like um you know on the screen and i think i've i think i've worked out how to do it um so i'll be doing that tonight (laughs) i'm I'm becoming a zoom expert because of our watch-alongs um okay Ashley what who give us another one and let's see if we can knock them out before uh before we have to switch over
4: um i say we could probably knock out I mean Rachel was involved with Brooke and she's probably kind of quick we can probably just knock her out too okay? I don't think she talked to anybody else but Brooke and
1: Mouth. hit it Dom well
0: pretty much that, that is what it is um <laughs> um rachel is is packing she's due to leave she's off somewhere she's got a limo coming to pick her up just how rich is she uh yeah the limo's come- i thought she was like the cab's coming to get me no no the limo is coming to pick me up wow
1: But did you see the house yeah, we- like when nathan came to like that house is ridiculous like the, the, as much as she's alone there which would be terrifying because that mm. is a huge house to be alone in but they must have staff. Like, I don't mean, like, living there, but they definitely have gardeners. They definitely have a cleaner, because she she's not doing all of that.
0: No. No, she's not doing any of that. Any of she's that. She's barely loading the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> but she she does talk to Mouth. Uh, she tells Mouth she's going. Mouth says, oh, you're not coming to prom, you know, and it's a, a, a shameless plug to try and get another girl to go to prom with him um and she says you know she says no you'll you'll have a good time without her without me and stuff like that and she's just gonna go quietly and and she kind of explains you know there's no point in me going or saying goodbye to people because i'll be saying goodbye like sorry for ruining your life you know sorry i killed you know bye lucas or i killed your uncle um, by Nathan. Sorry, I nearly killed your uncle. And you know that she goes down this like chain. Like, oh, sorry, I y- you know, you Peyton, I got you shot or whatever. And sorry, everyone at the school for the whole time capsule thing. So there's like repentance there, and there's guilt. Um, but you know, she's she's not making a big deal of it. She's gonna just just leave. But you know, she has all the stuff with Brooke as well. And she, like I said before, she tells Brooke to go and. Um, patch things up with Peyton. Patch things up with Peyton could be a good little sideshow for this. Um, And Mm -hmm. then she gets to the airport, she gets sent a picture from Mouth and Rach, no, from Mouth and Brooke. And it's like, oh, we miss you already. And... She sort of like stands there thinking, like, oh, doing her Rachel thing, oh, I could go back. Oh.
1: Mm. <laughs> I, I liked how Brooke was like, hey, squeaky, or whatever <laughs> she said to her. <laughs> so squeaks, maybe it was yeah. squeaky. Shut up. squeaks. I like that. Can, can I just add, just because you just reminded me. Uh, so for people that don't know, if you're a raven, then enter our discord channel there's a lot of cool stuff that pops off on there pretty much on a daily basis um but people were saying in there that i think it was on the spoiler channel so i don't think you saw dom that that ashley are you in the discord you're in there right yeah yeah um that tower. of course of course the penis tower yes (laughs) (laughs) that was it (laughs) what a great entry well um they were saying the peoples the ravens that michael truco i think that's how you pronounce it who's the actor that played hot uncle cooper was just on drama queens and apparently i don't know if you've listened ashley i have not but apparently they were like dicking on the episode you know the race car episode um and basically saying that they didn't like it that much. And um, people were saying it was a bit awkward. Again, before people write in, I haven't listened. I don't know. I'm just saying what other people said. Ashley, you heard it. You were nodding along. Is that?
4: Yeah, I listened to
1: it. Is that how you heard it? Was it a bit, were they dicking on it?
4: Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they both, neither of, or all three of them didn't really like um, the episode. They felt it seemed like a lot of it was they felt like it was very um just kind of random to like throw cooper in without any um they were saying like there should have been like a phone call first or like you're just like throwing this character and we've never seen before and then um but even the guy who played cooper was like yeah it wasn't it wasn't great like he like seemingly like pretty much agreed with like, everything, you know, that they said. Granted, maybe it was just because it's their show and he was just agreeing with them, but it seemed fairly genuine. Like, he even, like, poked fun at, like, certain lines and certain stuff. Like, the, like the very first line he ever has where he's looking at the painting, the pink wall with the clown, and he just says, I don't remember what he says to Nathan, but, like, whatever his first line is, like calls him like a son of a bitch or something or like, and he's like, I was just like, why, like, why would I say that to like my 16 year old nephew or something, you know, like, cause like, it was just all kind of weird. And they were definitely dogging on the episode though. Like they, was, they did not, did not like it. <laughs> we're not fans.
1: Hmm. It, it surprises me. I feel like, well, I don't know because these are the first conversations we've had about, I've had about one tree hill, which we have every week now, which is great. But uh I always thought that was like a a highlight of season two. And I guess maybe because um and Jenna said this in the Discord because of like the music cue, you know, the um
2: Yeah.
4: Oh, god. When they're dancing.
1: Oh god, it's go yeah, it's go I can't get it in my head.
4: They're dancing.
1: What is it? No, not the dance yeah, they are are they dancing to the same bit? But when he's driving and he's um Oh, I can't hear it. Oh, this is annoying me. What is it, Dom? De de and then it goes into the he crashes the car. A man possessed, isn't it? Yeah. No.
4: I was thinking of when they're dancing in the in Trick. They were at like when it's um Brooke, Peyton, Deb, and uh Karen are you know, Deb's like, oh, I gotta dance, when I'm sad. And they, like, you know, put the music on and they start dancing. They were, you know, obviously, when they're filming it, they're not dancing to anything. There's no music. They're just, like, you know, dancing. So they hated the music that got put, put played over it, like, in the episode. I can't even remember what it is now. And I just listened to that. Um, and they were just like, we would never, like, why would we ever be listening to that song? like, it, Like, it just didn't fit. It was weird. Like, they just, this episode and I, think even the last episode were two episodes that they did not like they were not fans of
2: so which
0: i mean is what it is
1: what can you do what can you do dom nothing
0: nothing I I'd, it I surprises don't. me that that's in the um spoiler channel on discord because i've never looked in the spoiler channel obviously um but that's an episode i've seen so it doesn't need to go in the spoiler they, channel They
1: brought. i think it was in the sp-
4: they brought
0: up stuff from like later like they uh, talked about other things too. So it is well,
1: d- well don't do that. <laughs> yeah, there was talk, there was talk about other things, so it was uh it was in the right place. <laughs> it was in the right place. Um but Ashley, we need to get your, your your judgments before you go so that we can put them into the final um mixing pot. So Who's your favorite performer of this episode?
4: Um Hillary Burton Morgan.
1: Oh, okay. Game of recent names. I like that. Uh just, just well for the fight scenes. Yeah,
4: I mean I just really like her performance, um, especially her talk with Nathan, which I don't need to get to, but like that, her talk with Nathan and then the fight with Brooke. I mean, all kind of the interactions with Brooke, but especially the second one with the eggs. The throwing of things. That one. Um, just I really like that performance. But side note, if I can just mention it, with that fight, did either of you notice, because I this has bothered me forever since this episode first came out, that Brooke doesn't have shoes on during that whole scene. There are no shoes. And I find it so bizarre She's got socks on at one point, but no shoes. I watched the, like, a million times. I like, kept rewinding, thinking they, like, flew off when Peyton picked her up. Nothing. There are no shoes. Bare feet, dirty, like, black, bottomed feet. I don't understand in what situation she would, like, they'd be like, just don't wear shoes. Because <laughs> <laughs> then she's got...
1: Have- you say...
4: At certain points. Like, flesh socks. You can tell they're socks they are supposed to kind of look like her feet, like, the same color of her skin. It's so weird.
1: That must be... Maybe there's, like, a deleted scene or something where she's, like, wearing heels and she comes up to the house and, like, flings the heels off and, like...
4: wearing, like, wedges, so they're, like, higher up. But I just... It's so weird to me, and I'm, like, waiting for drama queens to get to that episode so I can be like, please tell me why you don't have shoes on. Like, you have to remember not having shoes on during... yeah it's bothered me for like since the show this episode first aired like i i noticed it then it's been so long (laughs) i have to know why we
1: we feel the passion coming through we get it we've been there what's the next question dom
0: who was your favorite character of the episode
4: okay don't hate me dom but i'm gonna say rachel because she never gets said ever, (laughs) (laughs) and probably never will, and I like, this was her episode to, like, have some redeeming qualities, like, I appreciated that she took, like, full blame, got expelled, um, like, pushed, uh, Brooke to make things right, uh, with Peyton, like, I really like that whole spiel, when they're on the bed, and she's like, you're wrong, and you know it, like, you know, broken up or not, like you shouldn't have slept with them. Like you're an idiot basically. And then I really like, even her conversation with mouth where she's like kind of owning up to the fact that like, she really like did some shitty things and like fucked things up. And she's like, nobody cares if I say bye to them. Like I was a jerk and it's, it is what it is. And I was, you could tell she like, knows she was wrong about a lot of stuff. And I just appreciated that she kind of came full circle and like took responsibility Ish, you know, for stuff. She
1: nice. Never, nice.
4: Give her some love.
1: Nice. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. What about your favorite background performer? One line or less? <laughs> um, I don't. Didn't even think of anybody.
4: Um, can I just say Psycho Derek? Cause he doesn't say anything,
1: <laughs> right? No, he's. Would I hate
4: him.
1: Well, he has one line.
4: That's one line.
1: We'd accept, we'd accept that. What about your favorite line?
4: Uh, I really liked, I liked a lot of lines, but I think my favorite is when Brooke's talking to Haley and they're setting up for prom and she's like, um, like, when was I supposed to tell you that I slept with them? She's like, I don't know. And she like, at a basketball game, like R.A.V. <laughs> and she's like, P.S. I slept with your husband once a long time ago. That was just like, good comedic timing. And then Bevin. Good line. Bevin.
1: Oh, Bevin. Dom, next one.
0: Uh, what was your favorite song of the episode?
4: Um, I am gonna go with the Jet song, Are You Gonna Be My Girl? I thought it was the first one. I thought it was a good throwback to the pi- pilot, right? It was in the pilot episode. So and since that, you know, flashback was supposed to be, I think, pre pilot, I just thought it was a good callback to
0: good choice good
4: choice.
1: and then last but not least is the precious precious rating did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation
4: no I've been struggling I've had weeks right I've been so yeah. struggling no I didn't but- I'm like fluctuating kind of in my head between two
1: fine Okay, well, after three, tell us one, and then let us know what you are fluctuating between, so that we can take that into the final debate. So one, two, three,
4: nine. But I've been fluctuating. Like for a for a while, I felt like it was an eight, and then I kind of just moved it up to a nine, just from like getting to talk about it and stuff. But I really like this episode. It's one of my favorites of the season. And, like, I can kind of go, like, bend anyway. Like, I'm not super, like, it has to be a 9, it has to be an 8. Like, I can... I'm flexible. It's fine. Like, whatever you guys... I'm good with it.
1: Okay, but you wouldn't... Just to clarify, you wouldn't go to a 10 and you wouldn't go to a 7?
4: I mean, I... I mean, I'd go to a 10 if everyone really wanted to go to a 10. Um... I feel like if all you two and the other person all said seven, like I could go to a seven. Like I'm not going to like, I won't argue about it, but I really don't think it's a seven. Like I think at minimum it's an 8 and like, I could go to a 10.
1: <laughs> okay. Good to know. And you will find out in like a week's time. <laughs> 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 well. For sure. Well, Ashley, it's been great to catch up with you. As always, we really appreciate your support, your insight, your friendship. Thank you so much. Dom, say lovely things.
0: You've been wonderful. It's been brilliant to talk to you. And yeah, it's, you bring, again, a, a different perspective to, to, to the podcast that is always great to hear. And someone sticking up for Rachel is not easy to hear, but I fully appreciate it <laughs> as well
4: i don't usually stick up for rachel but
0: this is like her one episode so i'm just gonna I'll give it to her but it's, uh yeah aw- awesome to talk to you and always great to see you and you're a you're a staple of the watch along and you are always first on the zoom even on mine and um, mine and simon zooms <laughs> give up a different order but you're always first on mine as well so there you
4: go i don't know what i, did, but I did something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well we appreciate you thank you ashley and are we going to see you in an hour
4: yep i took the whole afternoon off i am here i haven't been let's before. go 8 15 this morning Literally, <laughs> <laughs> that was it i came home
1: perfect well we love it thank you and yeah we'll see you in an hour thank you bye see you then bye, bye. so we are back with the the second unfortunately you were the second but the second ever person to feature on the podcast uh a day one raven legend there's only only two people can three people no two only two people can say that they featured in every season so far and and you are one of them we appreciate you alicia is here how are we doing what's happening
5: All well, good very proud to be a a day oneer i think it's emily
1: who is it emily emily yeah
5: with me on this you know staying loyal we'll be here for a, a little while longer i mean you got to keep me entertained but we'll see how it goes
0: <laughs> oh i'm feeling the pressure already <laughs>
5: <laughs> no no i'm happy to be here
1: well uh what's what's been new and we need to talk about the top 5 um but tell us how you've been first please
5: yeah i've been all, i've been all good um <laughs> Like yeah, saying like um, I'm on hold at the moment, so I'm relaxed. I've been I had a nice time today listening to the Colin Fix fight. Fickus. Fickus.
1: Fickus. yeah. Yeah. Um,
5: interview. Uh but yeah, it's always been good on my end. Very quite chilled.
0: What what I really I loved love about, that, about the Colin Fickus interview is that as soon as he joined the Zoom he said, You're probably wondering how to say my name. <laughs> And this is exactly what he did. You know, it's, it's fickers. It's not Fikes or Fix or whatever. It's fickers. And, and it was just like, oh, but because for us, particularly Simon, because he does all the intros more more or less, it's such a relief when people just come on and tell us how to say their name.
1: <laughs> for real, because I didn't know that. And if he hadn't have said, I would have just gone straight in with, and tonight, Colin Fix, because I thought that's how you said it. So, um i don't ever watch people's interviews other people's interviews because i don't want to be put off of what not to ask and all that sort of stuff Mm. so it was it was fortunate that he said that (laughs) but what did you what did you think we were we were talking about this earlier about the fact that he was saying that um dan shooting keep actually overshadowed that episode that's kind of i think he dropped a bomb with that one yeah i
5: think it it wasn't something i thought about before um But I think he's right, because now when you look, when I look back at the episode, I think of it as, or if I'm describing it, I'll say the episode where Dan shot Keith, rather than maybe the episode where Jimmy killed himself or succumbed to, Hmm. you know, say succumb might be the wrong word, but where the the negative aspects of his mental health got the better of him. Um, And I think, I think it's, so I think he's right in that it meant that the issues that Jimmy was going through stopped being the focus of the conversation. It automatically shifted into this next plot line of Keith's dead, is Dan going to get caught? And everything that goes on from that with that brotherhood, rather than actually, this was a really traumatic thing for Jimmy, as opposed to just for the other characters and how they uh, dealt with it. So I think that was true, but... If it wasn't there, where else could it have been? What are we going to do? Open up the next episode and be like Danton coming and shoot Keith? Like, I think there isn't another spot to put it, and the storyline mm. has to keep moving forward. So, like, yeah, I agree, it overshadowed it, but I think it was necessary for the sake of the TV show, which may be the wrong way to be looking at it and prioritizing it. But, um, but yeah, so that, that those are my kind of thoughts on it. Where did
0: you guys land? Uh, Very much on the, it it does overshadow it and you kind of completely forget the whole, the pain and suffering and torture this kid's going through to suddenly see Dan shoot Keith. Um, But you mentioning, you know, where else do you fit that in? That's, there's a really valid point as well. Really valid. So yeah, it'd be difficult to drop Keith. um, Yeah. Keith getting shot just sort of randomly anywhere else. It wouldn't make that much sense. So, yeah, I guess the, the school shooting and um, Jimmy shooting himself is kind of the, the, the boldest scenario for that to happen in without it being too out of place, I suppose. So, yeah, fair point. Good point.
5: I would, I would uh, also add, though, that as much as I do think it, it kind of overshone it from a drama perspective, the episode itself is still so impactful just not even that episode, the two episodes, the one before it leading up to it. And I was a teenager when I first saw it. And I remember kind of like thinking, oh, how do I treat people in my in my year group? And like, do I, it was simple things like, do I know everyone's name? Because I remember that was an issue with Brooke and Glenda. I actually went around with a friend being like, yeah, I know everyone's name. And kind of be like, I'm good. Like now from this point forward, I definitely know everyone's name in my year and, like everyone is a person to me, I know a bit about them, and kind of it Im- it influenced my actions going forward from that perspective. So I still think it is impactful. And it, whilst it's slightly overshadowed by the drama point, the emotional toll of it is still there. And I think those who view it still take that forward
1: great points love that and that's so cool like it's a shame that he didn't hear that like colin i mean i think he would have appreciated the fact that it had, uh you know impacted on you to the point of being self-aware um and sort of checking or auditing yourself so i think i think that's really cool but speaking of auditing we need to audit your top five tv shows because these things change you know you might have seen something new you might have put on cobra kai and been. you know what top five you'd lost something but as as always dom has to try and remember <laughs> what your previous five was so on to you dom
0: i i think at least a bit more uh, dare i say normal and would have something like <laughs> friends in there. Is friends in there
5: uh, yeah i guess <laughs> i guess
0: <laughs> yeah I'm so, basic. it's okay <laughs> no 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 i appreciate someone having friends in there because so many people lately have just gone no I've and they've picked some stuff that I was just like oh god I would never have ever picked that um are you also on the Dawson's Creek bandwagon I'm not sure
5: I've seen it not top
0: five
1: yeah I
5: enjoyed it but not top five
1: not a is OC in your top five no again watched it enjoyed it but not top five
5: Oh, I'm trying to remember now
0: what wasn't my top five. Yeah. You're a Grey's Anatomy person. I am. Yes. I don't
5: know if I said that last time though, but I yes. remember thinking I should have because I'm obsessed with it. I think and you mentioned I... it. Did not? Okay.
0: It's the only way I'd remember.
5: I <laughs> better than I thought I was. Um, but yeah, for sure, that will be in there
1: you pulled that out of nowhere dom it's there Please. it's in there somewhere it's just what know. else you got
0: there's this fo- dusty filing cabinet at the back of my head and it's just sort of going through it <laughs> um that's kind of what i'm kind of at a loss now
1: is, is vampire diaries in there
0: It's <laughs> just say it for everyone now don't you <laughs> just say it for everyone it's right there once a week. You Vampire
1: Diaries, no, okay, move the on. Vampire Diaries, one
5: of the GG shows.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the GGs. I got, I got, I got someone right in angry at me about that that I <laughs> called them the same. Wait, it wasn't you, was it, Alicia? It, was,
5: it wasn't me, but I remember thinking it, being like, what? Like they are, they are very different shows.
1: But it, but they sound exactly the same. Gossip Girl, Gilmore girls. there's only a few syllables different.
5: <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
1: But as someone who watched both shows are so different. Some well I've seen Neva and someone wrote in so angry, they're like, I can't believe you considered them to be the same. And it's like, but they sound exactly the same. Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> they they wasn't they wasn't um okay fill us in them break okay, david um, us into what we got
5: friends greys um insecure will go in there um i put in this where does get harder it's these final two that i think i always change on fresh Prints.
1: oh oh have you seen a new one
5: I watched the first couple of episodes. You won? Yeah, they've done like hey, a bel-air. reboot type thing. Oh,
1: no. I finished it. Did you like it? Uh, I, I didn't mind it. it you, the, you have, there's some getting used to it. Um, F and I keep commenting on um, the, the guy that's playing Will Smith's name's uh, Jabari Banks, who's doing like a great Will Smith impression like the whole time. He constantly does this. People ask him something. Ask me something, Dom. Anything.
0: Ooh, hello. What's your name?
1: I. Eat. Every time, just like I. Eat. And he just can't stop moving his head. You're just like, oh, can you pass me that? I. <laughs> so now me and F do it to each other all the time. When when did this happen? <laughs> when did they reboot Fresh Prince? It came out a few months ago or something. Yeah. I think it's off a it's now, who
5: just did a YouTube trailer, like a darker Fresh Prince. Um, so, so it's more of a drama than a comedy. And so you're yeah. looking at it, it's like he's escaping from the hood based on some element of gang violence and then coming into the lair. So something like a more grounded version. And that was a really good trailer. And so it blew up, Will Smith saw it and was like, cool, let's get this in produ- production. And then it got an automatic, like, two-season order. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it came out then. The first season came out about yeah, about a couple months ago. I've seen the first two or three episodes.
1: What's it on? I'll keep keep with it. It's dope. It's um, it's on Peacock, but here it's on Sky. Like on um, TV. Like, I I guess I don't know. I don't have that. It's <laughs> is, is, available is,
5: through Sky.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's
5: through now, but I, I feel like when I go on Sky and I go into the guide, it, it pops up or something like that
1: yeah it's just on the guide for sky but dom you have ways we know about you um but the what is so it's it's um like 40 minute episodes i think and it's no you know it's no laughter track it's like it's gritty it's like done as a drama um the first episode i thought was really good and it it I, Ebbs and flows up and down till the end of the season, but it's uh I think it's pretty entertaining. I, but that's cool. Fresh Prince is on there. I have
0: one question, then we'll get on to Lucy's like final fifth choice of favourite TV show, but is Carlton still Tom Jones obsessed?
1: No. I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> you,
2: cha- Col- you change okay, Carlton maybe too much, this- there's no
1: point watching it. Maybe this will get you into it. And this is in like the pilot. Carlton's uh, big on the cocaine. <laughs> oh my
0: God, it explains so much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like seriously, it's like stress from like school and stuff. So he's just <laughs> racking up lines in his closet. You know.
0: Wow. Okay, uh, I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> you had him at he cocaine. Sold me on the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alicia, what else she got?
5: Um, so I think final five, I think for the moment, I, think, I thought this will shift the next time
0: I speak, but um, I'm going to go with Daredevil. Ooh. I remember, yeah, I think you mentioned that last time as well, actually.
5: Oh, man. I keep thinking I'm being original here and I'm just yeah, not.
0: I think, um, you d- I think you did mention it last time, yeah, because I was, I was surprised then as well. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen, I've seen all the Daredevil as well. Good. Good choice. I like
1: it. And what about a trash movie that you love?
5: Okay, so I've failed at this every time I've come on. So I gave this good thought.
1: Ooh, bring it on. Ooh, yeah, there we go. There we go. I've actually never seen it, but I heard—is there a point in it where, um, like, a, uh, a female cheerleader like lands on a guy's head? And he like go and he gets like enveloped into her. I heard that on a different podcast. I was like i don't well when was this no, I this mean, isn't I'm familiar
5: not, that's not... I mean there are definitely collapses that happen in the film, but there are also a okay. lot of sequels so that I don't specifically remember, but it could have happened in another film
1: but i mean i <laughs> mean as i. As I said it, it sounded like something that would happen in like a scary movie or a parody, doesn't it? Maybe it's from something like that.
5: I mean, you've already petrified me with know what pop witch who was on at the time with the film called Teeth. Oh. Well, I was like, what is this? I mean, I I, I will never watch it. It's not going to (laughs) happen.
1: There's blatantly on YouTube somewhere just like a highlight reel of that movie. I'll say I'll send you a link. I, yeah, because I, I can't quite remember the storyline. That like, I—it's one thing to find out that you've got teeth in that area. It's another thing to use them for nefarious causes. Because she ends up using them, you know, as like a predator, basically. So it's. Um, <laughs> You know, you've been given a gift and you've used it. I guess.
5: Oh my But Yeah, nothing like that happens. And bring it on! But it's a cracking Um, film. It's a great chance, and it's just it will never win any awards, but it is very enjoyable. And even like my brothers enjoy it, so I feel like it's a recommendation.
1: I Should haven't. we cover it on the podcast? Is it in the 90s? doesn't matter anymore. But
5: I want to say it's early noughties, like like a 2000 maybe, 2001, so it might just be edged out.
1: Shall we cover it and you can cover it with us?
0: Sure.
1: <laughs> Have you seen it, Dom?
0: I don't think so, no.
1: I so I me and Dom could it. be first-time viewers and you can guide us through it.
0: <laughs> I mean,
5: I feel like the plot kind of is set out from the get-go. So, you may not need a ton of guidance, but I'm happy to. I, I, as, I, long I as, it's,
1: as long as it's better than Christmas on the Bayou Bayou, then that's the benchmark that we're working <laughs> with here. It's not a hard oh benchmark to beat, is it? <laughs> I, I
5: just I voted for Die Hard, and then I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to watch along to watch that. Then you watched the finale. Was like...
1: <laughs> that was Dom's fault. That was Dom. He was desperate for the finale over the Christmas film, and he broke some hearts that night. I
2: mean, you
5: know what? I, d- I don't blame him. I mean, I like I like the Montreal cast, but I can't say I'm partial to the Christmas movies.
1: We're gonna do it, Well, oh, well, it'll be Christmas time again in like what the <laughs> seven eight months, and then uh, we'll get to the next one. Okay. But let, let's get into some One Tree Hill, because we've got a lot of ground to cover, because we have only covered Brooke and Rachel. Oh my God, have we only covered Brooke and Rachel? I
0: mean, to be fair, we have we can sign off Ferret Face Chase, Mouth's covered, um, and we have talked quite a bit about Peyton, but not the main event with Peyton,
1: really. And obviously, Alicia, Peyton is your main girl, right? So should tried. we start there and work out?
5: Yeah. When you say main event, what do you mean, like, the end main event?
0: Yeah, when she gets punched in the face by Derek. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um,
1: <laughs> well, at this, let's start that with a, the, the question to you, Alicia, is Psycho Derek is a great villain. Um, and we need villains in the show because, you know, it's the drama and what pushes things forward... Uh does Derek have a good uh, have a place in your heart? Like do you like him as a <laughs> villain in the show?
5: Yeah, I love psychoderic. <laughs> like he's he's so creepy. I rate honestly, the actor, I think he's it's Matt Barr. I think just does a really good job at just portraying a completely deranged human being, like in the eyes, to the point where like, I think he did a like a cheerleading show called Hellcats. I only watched because like, Tom Welling produced it, and I was still obsessed with Smallville. And it's an awful show, but I was like, "This is like a happy-go-lucky show," and I was like, "I, c- I can't watch this guy. Like, I can't. do it. It's been too creepy in Wonder Hill." But no, I think it was. I think it's a. I think because when you rewatch it, you can see the build-up from when you first start getting the messages, and it kind of follows through like it was planned for a while. Um, And it's just like it's a fun bit of drama, as much as it's psychotic it's a fun bit drama um so i'm a fan of the psychoderic but like did it jump shark sure but still
1: good yeah for sure um, we have we have good feelings towards him dom don't we we're fans of psychoderic
0: oh yeah absolutely i'm so pleased that there's uh, more to the resolution of his story like i, I said that earlier when ashley was on but i'm so glad that he's sort of popped back in and there's there's more To the story then, oh yeah, they've caught him and that's it. You know, I kind of hope the police were just lying and just saying, yeah, we've caught him. And there's no like escape story or anything like that. Or they they haven't let him out. They just never actually caught him. And he laid low for a bit.
1: They just didn't want to do the paperwork. It's just a lot of
0: effort, isn't it? We we don't, we're understaffed. We don't have the resources. We can't just send someone out all night to try and find this crazy
1: blonde kid. So, do you know what? Just Just tell her, tell her we got him. Be alright She'll be okay
0: She's put locks on her doors now Finally she, She's painted three times Since so
1: Criminals never go back To the scene of the crime Yeah so. And you know what
0: She's got a brother And her brother's in the military And she's like learning to box Or whatever So she'll be okay
1: There's a dog on the wall I saw She painted it So Scare anyone
0: away Scare anyone away Yeah Yeah We're good yeah. She'll be
1: Just tell her Tell her Tell her we got him Yeah, yeah. you want a donut <laughs> <laughs> Pass him over <laughs> excellent
5: you predicted it Dom. though so fair play thank you very
0: much
1: (laughs) (laughs) you did you bastard you got your (laughs) you got your oh maybe psychoderic will come back at prom and then my dms blow up from everyone being (laughs) like how does he do it I love how does he do it I love
0: it when these things happen because I don't know until it happens (laughs) you know and you get the shit it's great (laughs)
1: That's why he had to be punished earlier. At <laughs> least you, you'll see Dom got punished at the beginning of the podcast with too many good predictions.
0: I did. I got pranked.
1: You'll, you'll, well, well I, t- I told him Matt Barr was coming on the podcast to give us an interview, and Matt Barr turned up, but it was actually Ed. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there
0: we go. Which I preferred um, anyway, so it was fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Alicia oh uh, Peyton let's talk about Peyton um, so we've kind of spoken about what generally happens in this episode Um Alicia what are your thoughts on her fight with Brooke because that's that's sort of a big deal and then also the, once you've answered that please then go on to answer the fact that she has the curly hair at the beginning of the episode in sort of the flashbacks but then they didn't seem to bother to straighten her hair again or whatever <laughs> in the rest of the episode. She just then had curly hair in real time. Please put that in your answer as well, please. (laughs)
5: Um, Okay. So beginning with the Brook star, um, I thought it was a long time coming. I think Brooke has been atrocious in season four. Um, In my opinion, season four Brooke is my least favourite of all the characters at any point in time. Um, And I think it comes from a point of almost like selfishness and hurt and revenge and just took it too far on that kind of I think it's the same thing I mentioned before I think where people you're closest to you can be quite you know how to hurt them and so you're quite awful to them and it's almost like this assumption that you'll eventually get over it and she had this higher power because she'd been the one who'd been hurt and then just had taken it too far and I think it was in that fight when Peyton was like look you made jokes about my mum's death even though that you were there and you cried with me when she died, etc., and that's the moment when it seems Brooke seems to realise that she had pushed it too far, because throughout the whole episode she was still seeming like acting like the hurt party, which is something I really didn't understand. Um, so I was quite happy that Peyton didn't just roll over on it and say, "Look, I've hurt you, you've hurt me, let's make let's make peace with it," because Brooke had been crappy and she needed to be needed to be called out not just on the past behaviour, but on her current behaviour that had been ongoing. So that was a really satisfying scene to watch, and I thought both actresses did a really good job of it. Um, From Peyton showing The Hurt, even Brooke, I thought Sophia Bush was really great in terms of, like, her face of just, like, all crap. Um, And that dawning realisation, I thought, was excellent. Um, So those those are kind of my views. I think, yeah, I think Peyton had every right to be annoyed
1: yeah for real and and it was acted really well and yeah great moments Peyton's going in and out of whether she's going to go to prom um, and then we get to the, the realisation that Psycho Derek is there and it's a great twist which we've sort of spoken a bit about um, do you remember when the first time you watched it whether you saw that twist coming or you were shocked by it
5: I didn't see it coming at all so I was I was shocked I, I just, they'd set it up to, and I'd just bought everything that the that the writer showed me so I was like yeah Lucas is coming that's it with the, with the awful blonde hair I was like yeah it's definitely Lucas um, and, and it got the shock of my life when it was dark and I was really yeah I like when shows can surprise me so it completely got me the first time I saw it but then the and later views, you can see differences. Like the photo on the shelf is one of his stalker photos. Um, so, like little clues like that that you can see coming. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it got me, and I thought it was really well done. And it just goes to the show he's probably just been watching her outside, knowing everything she's doing. Like, sure, let me see Lucas go and get this touch. I'll get something similar. He's just a psychotic man. It's great,
1: <laughs> and we and we love it. <laughs> The the opening scene, um, Dom. We haven't really spoken about the fact that we're at the party and it's you know back when we're seeing how the sex tape has been made. Um, Nathan or James Laffey does a great job at playing good old douchebag. Season one, for Nathan. Uh, we forgive the fact that suddenly he's got long hair. Maybe he had long hair, then he cut it short, grew it long again. It's phases. We all did that in school: long hair, short hair, whatever. Uh, he's he's taking. Like a vodka shot or some sort of spirit shot out of Bevin's belly button. As a thirty-four-year-old man, I was just like germs. There's so many germs and bacteria in there, right, Dom?
0: Yeah, I mean the, the fluff alone is going to cause problems. <laughs> um, it's gonna... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <coughs> it's just going to be doing that for an hour, trying to get it out of the back of his throat. <laughs>
1: I, uh, I, uh, you know, we share a lot of information on this podcast, but uh, about our bodies. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Effiny always says you wouldn't, you'd be surprised with my sort of face of actually how kind of hairy my my body can be in terms of like you know the sort of looking like like a, she says I have the body of like a Greek man <laughs> or like a you know. And the, and the anyway, the point is, is she'd have if Nathan was taking a shot out of my belly button, he'd have a hard time to find it. I'm telling you now, need a comb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alicia. that's oh probably my God. too much, too much information. Would you let it? Need to do a center part.
0: Would you let it happen if James Lafferty comes up to you right now and says, Simon,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mm-hmm. would quite like to do a shot out of your belly button, what are you saying? Mm
1: -hmm. I think I'd say a few things. Firstly, I'd say, James, I've been waiting for this moment. I'd say two. Um, have you ever, have you ever taken a shot off of rock hard abs? You have, where you're about to have pot belly. Here it is. Um,
0: (laughs) Here's the opposite.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Here's a little jelly. It's actually a bit more of a challenge, you know, to try and keep that liquid balanced in there, you know? Um, but yeah, I'd let him do it. Why not? Nice. <laughs> as long as you did one after him. Off you? Yeah. Okay. Deal.
0: When we meet James Afty, we'll um, do body shots off you. Shall Could, we offer it to him? Can we, that
1: can be our opening question. Yeah,
0: I think we should start with that. <laughs> can, we, yeah. can we discuss the, the drinking out of empty blue cups? Because it really winds me up really winds me up when they have an empty cup.
1: You always notice. You seem to notice whether there's weight in there or not. It's <sighs> so annoying. So annoying. Why don't you just put water in Did there? put something
0: in there. It's so annoying. But Nathan and Brooke pre- pretending, like, obviously the actors pretending to finish the drinks in their blue cups. But they're both, they're both empty cups. They're holding an empty cup. It's so annoying. Very frustrating. Well,
5: <laughs> no, isn't it because they do, like, multiple shots? So then they're just constantly having to drink. If
2: Cakes they, if they have something the in
5: it, they keep having It'll be water, but they keep having to drink. It's like, um, I, think, I think it was um, the guy from You talking about it, they have a lot of seeds eating. And at first it seemed great, but then when you're doing 20 shots of them eating a cake, by the end, he feels like he's going to throw up.
0: Mm. I think they do the same in the Big Bang Theory the Big Bang Theory they're always sitting around together eating and they say the food is sometimes great so they kind of forget where they are because they're eating and they're really enjoying the food and it's like no we've got to do it again and they're just like continuously eating I get it I understand (laughs) it but just put something in the cup come on you're only going to put it down do you know what I mean you don't don't have to I mean Brooke threw hers on the floor but come on just something just a little bit of liquid in there
1: I think that's an. I think that's a fair thing to ask for. Um, what I mean, I, I I like when Nathan gets up after doing the shot out of Bevin's uh, belly button and then goes, "Okay, buddy, you're up next." <laughs> you know, just to the random guy, like he plays a douchebag kind of well. And because we now like him as a character, uh, you know, beyond se- season one, it's kind of like it's just humorous at this point you know because he's come so far beyond that um but let's talk about the fact that he's got a video camera on a tripod facing the bed and he's acting he's like, like that. This, this is the first time
5: i'm like what did he do a recording with peyton earlier that day and then be like oh here we go again
1: or if he's saying that there's no recordings of other people are we to think that he's just recording himself on his own <laughs> He do- because what else is he doing? He
0: doesn't say there isn't a recording of Peyton But he assures Lucas that the recordings will have been destroyed Because uh, Haley has destroyed All the videotapes
1: that they have Okay, so are we all in agreement That Peyton is definitely On a tape somewhere Yes, that's
0: yeah. why she panicked though, is not she?
1: It's
0: the only reason right, she ran, she out ran of- down Yeah, because she thought it was her And Nathan
1: right. There you go i like Hades' line of i I like Hades' line of do you use it (laughs) which just reminds me of the of the episode of the office of michael scott where she jan records them just so that he can get better yeah (laughs) they
0: can improve
1: (laughs) yeah crazy okay um should we stay on nathan and Hayley because we're sort of on that track take it away Dom
0: well Nathan has an incredibly uh, challenging episode because we we see him as as sort of douchey Nathan from season one uh and this is kind of his um explanation to everyone and and he goes around and kind of apologizes to everyone for the events and for the video and it really shows his maturity and and his change and the biggest change in Nathan is obviously when he goes to see Peyton because he says to Peyton, I'm a different person. I'm a different guy from, from the guy I was then. I didn't care. I only cared about me. I only cared about basketball. Um, so I, I hurt people and I hurt you, like meaning Peyton. And she kind of explains that she doesn't care and she's in, in that kind of zone and that kind of mode. And he convinces her that she does. You do care. You do want to go to prom. You do love Lucas and you've loved him for a long time. And she, he's very convincing. I have to say he's done a, a really, really good job job of it in, in this episode you know james Afferty and, and nathan in general um the biggest issue he has is is, is Haley has asked for a list uh and has asked for a list of all the previous uh lovers shall we say that he has had and he doesn't know what to do and he goes to dan for advice and it's like dad you've screwed up a lot of stuff in your life and i need advice <laughs> you know about how to fix it and you know it's kind of bad and dan's like is it is it dante bad or you know Kind of a, a different kind of bad um, And he's like oh my wife My wife wants a A list of you know All my sexual exploits Shall we say And Dan's like no 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 bad idea Don't do the list <laughs> which I think is great And then he finds out um, That he he had a, a sex tape With him and Brooke And Dan is super proud, it's like the proudest dad ever. (laughs) Like Brooke Davis. And I mean, Dan has been a bit creepy before, but that's like super creepy.
1: (laughs) He was one move away from asking for a copy, let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah,
0: oh, Haley destroyed them all. Are you you sure?
1: (laughs) Ah, the impression is it on DVD. yeah no he's into it i think he because he kind of channels himself through nathan doesn't he He lives sort of vicariously like curiously f- through him of like his missed youth of not making it in basketball and that's why he puts all the pressure on so it's kind of just like yeah well
0: that that's the point isn't it is dad you know a lot about screwing up and basketball It <laughs> just kind of throws that in <laughs> oh fair enough um but yeah, Nathan. Nathan's kind of like whistle stop tour of apologies to everyone is is pretty good. He does see Lucas. This is where Lucas says, Are "You sure there isn't a tape of you and Peyton?" Uh, and he's like, "Look, there's a lot of tapes, <laughs> and they've all been destroyed. <laughs> you don't need to worry."
1: <laughs> you make it sound like I've used the demi uh oh. I've got the retainers in. I can't speak.
0: You're doing fine. Okay. Keep, going. Keep going.
1: Jesus. <laughs> Out here with shaved teeth, <laughs> doing the best that I can do. Can I have another take? Take two. Take two Good. Quiet on set. Okay. Um He's mm. what? Well, I can't remember F- the joke. Fill up
0: the cup. Fill up the cup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was the joke going to be? Oh, he's got so many tapes. He's using the the demi. <sighs> go on, you say the joke. I don't even take know. I don't even know what the joke is. I don't know where you are going with it. Oh, Alicia, this. you know the joke. I don't know the joke. Oh, come on, guys. The the Demi the Demi the, the the system they use in libraries. The Demi Dewey, the Dewey oh. Demi. Come on. I do
5: I I do know what you're talking about. The Dewey decimal.
1: Yes, the Dewey decimal system of chronologically marking and yeah. organizing the tapes. Oh, it's not worth it. It wasn't worth <laughs> it. It wasn't worth
2: Martine
1: it wasn't worth it Simon's having a meltdown bless him two takes on
0: that two takes Simon (laughs)
1: oh dear why is he
5: apologising
1: to Lucas yeah why is he apologising to Lucas because he slept with Brooke like three two years ago or whatever
0: I think I think possibly because it's like uh, just, just touch your bases you know Um, let's, let's, let's cover all the ground here. It's his ex-girlfriend and it affects his new girlfriend. So let's just get in there with a, a little apology to say, you're probably going to have a tough time out of this because they're going to be whinging and they're going to be bitching and you're going to have to fucking listen to it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's just like, well, it's not going to hurt me to go. (laughs) Get a, he got a bottle of water out of it, didn't he? Exactly.
0: Karen's paying for that. Money's on ground trees yeah. for fucking Karen. She's got a baby to worry about.
1: Oh, Keith.
0: Lay your seed and get shot.
1: I <laughs> said, dead slab of bee. <laughs> oh, God, he is a slab of bee, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Keith. No. Okay, Good. Haley wants a list. Um, Dom, you get put in this situation. You write the list or no? I,
0: I liked the option number one. I, I, I've written down everyone, everyone's name that you that I love on that bit of paper.
1: So you give it to your girlfriend. It's got my name on it. Yeah. Then what?
0: <laughs> then she's out,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I move in. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> All the Doritos to ourselves. <laughs> no, that's what you do. Okay, yeah, yeah, Alicia, would would you write a list or would you just uh, stick with like what Dom said?
0: Oh, yeah, I, I agree with Dom. I think particularly in that. Can we not call it doing a Dom? Like, let's let's <laughs> let's just make it very clear that Nathan did this, don't we?
1: <laughs> no you you chose. Okay, fine. doing a
0: Dom. <laughs>
5: And they, particularly given how em- uh, emotional Haley is, at that point, he was very smooth with it. I'm going for the smooth option.
0: Smooth. Go smooth. What about you, Simon? What would you do? You'd have the list. <laughs> Read it and weep. <laughs> See where you are on this list. <laughs>
2: Number 47. God, Jesus.
1: No, it'd just be... Unfortunately, it'd just be a post-it note. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, yeah, I think that's the better way. But I think what was good was that he did actually write it. So he gave her the option. Like, he went forward with the, it's not important. And then I liked the way that she said it, was that, um, you know, I don't need that list. I need the list that the man I love wrote, not the list from that that other boy, mm-hmm. you know, because his. Differentiating, and that's important because people grow, change, evolve, learn. That's what this whole podcast TV show is about. I, I have
0: two sort of trains of thought when it comes to Haley in this episode as well, and in many episodes at the moment because she has this like really hilarious kind of panic mode. Like, you was that with all these people? And she's she's really funny, and there's a lot of comic timing. And then it turns into mopey, annoying. And I'm not sure how I, how I like it or deal with it. Like, because at the beginning of the episodes, like first half of the episode, I really like Hayley. I think she's really funny. And then the second half, I'm like, okay, right? Can we just can we stop sitting around and moping? And you know, even fucking crazy alcoholic Deb's got to come in and lighten the mood. You know, it's just come on, come on.
1: <laughs> can I add that I've had a bit of a tough time with Bethany Joy Lens? since learning and i've seen it in so many different places without experiencing it so again please back off in the comments (laughs) right and the dms but i i haven't heard it myself but i've been hearing it from a bit reading it in places that she keeps eating on the on their podcast oh no i can't from someone that has genuine misophonia i get rage enraged when people eat loud and in my vicinity a podcast is an audio platform it's for speaking it is not for eating like <laughs> what kind of disrespect alicia do you listen to drama queens
5: i am quite a bit behind at the moment but i um, i think i was i think i'm up to season two i think they're in the middle of season two and i was at the early season two um,
1: have you heard her chew
5: i have before I, I remember, at one point, just thinking seriously, like just don't. It's an hour. I just, <laughs> just, just like just don't do it. Well like, I try and meet yourself here and like here and there if you're going to like have a sneaky chew. Like,
1: because they're doing it remotely, right? Because when they release clips, it's just like this. They're on Zoom and they must be recording their audio separately and putting it together and whatever. So it is literally... Dom and I both have a, a mute button right here and we often do it to, like, cough or sneeze or whatever and um, the whatever instantly inferred implied farting, didn't it? But that's not <laughs> what I meant. I just <laughs> you know, any noises we don't want on there, you've just got a button right there. So she surely has the same thing, if not more advanced, because, you know, they're like professionals. Yeah. There's no
5: excuse, Ike. Oh, I'm with you. Are, th- are,
1: are they talking about that she's eating? Like, how have you known she's eating? And she just been you like, "Oh, I'm loving this enchilada." Or is it literally <laughs> like she is just like you can hear that she's eating crisps or true. something?
5: Like I, I've, from the ones I've listened to, I haven't heard them talking about the fact that they're eating. Be just aware that someone is eating. So I don't think I knew it was. I don't think I knew it was Joyce. So maybe in some of the clips that have been released. You can see it, or maybe they've addressed it in future podcasts I haven't listened to yet. But I've been aware that on on an odd occasion. I remember at least once. I'm just thinking, this is weird. I'm
1: <laughs> it angers me so much, even just hearing about it, Dom. That's is, how do you feel about this? Is this not absolute craziness? If I if you came to our podcast one day and halfway through, I just Opened a packet of Quavers, like wouldn't you be like, what the fuck are what, you doing? What are you
0: doing? Yeah, it makes it makes no sense, no sense at all. And I mean, it's like Alicia said, it's an hour. So just wait or eat before you start recording, or mute yourself. There's so many options, so many options. It's not difficult.
1: It it just makes me think. <laughs> and I'm sure these things aren't true, but this is how my mind would work. Just be like, do you feel like you're that entitled or empowered that you can just eat on a fucking podcast? <laughs> it, you might as well be acting in a movie and just start looking around and just talking to the camera, <laughs> talking to the director. While do, it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like officially, we are the most professional One Tree Hill podcast there is. <laughs> <laughs> you will never catch us eating on the podcast. So true. Never happened. So true.
5: I wonder if she knows that. Like, it's one of because I doubt she's the one doing the editing. So she just probably goes in, <clears throat> does a recording for an hour, and doesn't think about it again. With an apple. Yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, so is she, when she's like, it's not like she's like talking and she's like, oh, no, I'm not like with a mouthful while it's like she's just chewing off in the background. She's like a cow with like some grass in its mouth, just ch- ch- chewing it over.
2: I
5: don't know. I, I'm trying to remember because I haven't listened to it in a while. I, I'm trying to remember if she was talking at the same And Maybe that's why it was like, honestly, I can't remember. I just remember at some point being like, this is weird. This is uncomfortable. Why are you eating? and kind of forgot about it. So I don't think it was like, Fair. for me it wasn't like a continuous thing but I've been like, oh, sack off this podcast. Which, <laughs> if it is a continuous thing and I'm getting, like I'll let you know and I want listen to the next view. if I'm like, I'm out, I can't do all this, then that's a problem. Um, but for me, I think it was all just a one-off where I noticed it. So,
1: Well, the, part of the reason I know is because I was flicking through some of their reviews and there was some like one-star reviews from people being like, I can't believe she's eating during a podcast <laughs> and things like that. So, crazy. Well, okay. Right, we, I'm sorry. We have to move on because uh, as much as hashtag make them wait, and we will, um, and it's Dom's, it's how he lives life. But we also do need to talk about this episode. So, yeah, Nathan, he's going around. He's doing his thing. I, I think we forgive him, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely he's a changed man
1: done <laughs> there you go um hayley she has uh, she has nice moments she gets the boot off from her you know dante crash she's uh she's gonna dance at the prom that's nice she forgives him in the end we we kind of go through this with Haley and nathan we have these ups and downs deb's back my favourite line in the episode, <laughs> where, when she comes back and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I left the house in this mess," and Nathan just saying, "Yeah, whatever, Mum, just clear it up." <laughs> <laughs> so deep, perfect, oh, perfect
0: moment. Good. perfect moment. <laughs> and the fact that
5: she's like, she a hundred percent believes it, and it's like, man, I messed up. Really like, oh, bad.
1: So funny. What makes Um, makes
0: me laugh about that very quickly is that they were originally finishing off the alcohol that she'd left. So technically she she did leave that mess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It stresses me out because uh, I can't talk about it. It's not enough time. But I get stressed (laughs) with waste management within my house like i always have too much rubbish and recycling and it's stressful and (laughs) i once got in trouble for sneaking rubbish into someone else's bin once thinking well their bin was like the bins were out to be collected and their bin was half full my bins were rammed and i thought well they're not gonna know are they so i just put my bin actually this isn't true they're what they're i'm remembering their bin wasn't out their bin was just there by their house and i was like well they're not gonna know i put my bin i put the bin in there like the bin liner in there and then went to the cinema with f came back and the bin liner had been put on our front door they'd opened it found like i know a piece of post or whatever which said which so they knew which house it came from and it had a note just went get rid of your own fucking rubbish (sighs) uh or something like that, and I was like, I was mortified. So then I sent an apology letter, and all I had cash on me at the time was a five pound note. So as an apology, I sell a taped a five pound note into the letter. I was like, I'm really sorry. I just wanted to get rid of my rubbish. And then she sent me back the five pound note and said, "Don't worry, all is forgiven." <laughs> and then we moved house, and I thought, never do that again. <laughs> never do that again. So. We live in there, But my point is, is where are they putting all this rubbish from the party? Well,
0: she's got like a big biffer bin. Like a, a fucking good. massive skip. wheelie bin skip thing, yeah. She don't muck about. She's got good service, bin service.
1: Good. <laughs> Tree Hill has good waste management.
0: She'll very, very quickly touch on Dan and Karen going to prom. Please, again, it's important. Going to prom again and she's pregnant again. Circle her life. Does she know nothing? Mm -hmm. She was in the fucking Lion Mm -hmm. King. Come on.
1: (laughs) She was. dom on the reference game. Uh, dom before you say on that, will you just tell? Will you just tell us quickly the story of what you messaged me or what you saw in the pub the other day? Oh, just reminded me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was. uh, I was in the. I was in the pub. I go to a pub on a Thursday night. I go to a music quiz. It's fun. It's what I do, and uh, I was. <laughs>
1: you, you don't need to explain yourself. I feel like I we do. all love you. And it's fun. I was looking
0: over across the pub. I look at the other teams and I sort of scowl at them because I think they're all ridiculous. And then somebody <laughs> somebody walked past in a grey hoodie, and I thought that grey hoodie looks really familiar. And uh, it had some writing on the back, and I thought that grey hoodie looks really familiar. And the writing on the back was the Keith Scott Body shot hoodie and i was so tempted really wanted to go over and be like oh that's a one tree hill hoodie do you do you listen to any one tree hill podcasts? and and she'd be like that's me (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i didn't i didn't approach anyone i just stayed in my seat and
1: oh my god can you imagine if that was actually a raven or a pigeon yeah that actually
0: we we talked about we should have just we ever walked past anyone that's that's listening or has listened or anything like that. And I think what you should have done is just
1: gone straight. You should have just gone straight up to him and just gone. The money's in the (laughs) toe. Yeah. I
0: should have just gone. Python, Jimmy. (laughs) So many things I could shout so many things. Um,
1: continuous and all
0: levels of inappropriateness as well <laughs> but yeah the money is in the towing and I, yeah maybe i'll do that as a little test money's in the towing and if she looks at me like what the fuck is wrong with you i'll be like she doesn't listen
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i rolled the dice i came out snake eyes it's fine i gambled i got burnt <laughs> i really think we should do our own keith scott body shop hoodie with that on the back, but just on the front, in a little bit of like cursive writing, it just says the money's in the towing. I think that's a winner. I mean we don't have the rights to the thing on the back, but roll the dice. I mean
0: Do we have rights to anything we do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> really? I mean I mean if we're Mark lucky. If, came... we're lucky
0: we got a lawyer here, to be fair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if Mark Schwann came after us, I think we would have enough content after any email or letter that he sent to it, to make it worthwhile you know what I
0: mean yeah I think so he wouldn't come after us we'll, we'll play the you're a scumbag game
1: yeah <laughs> we'd say come on then Dom knows martial arts <laughs> yeah. and I'll throw things at you from a distance <laughs> Alicia you bury him in paperwork <laughs> bury him <laughs>
5: He's already in a hole, he's not coming out.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: leave him there. Karen and Dan, Alicia, stop! can you stop taking us on tangents? My God. Oh, wow. All right. Shift
2: that
5: on to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about it? They're going to prom together and, uh, you know, we've been there, done that.
5: Yeah, I think... Um... It's almost kind of Lucas who says it, like, so you're going to my prom with the guy who left you straight off yours, and that kind of hits me on the head where it's just so awkward. Like she is, she has effectively flitted back and forth between these two brothers, not to put that on her, but I actually almost I feel like I would have rooted for them if he hadn't killed Keith,
2: Mm -hmm.
5: and like you find yourself forgetting that he killed Keith,
2: yeah.
5: and they kind of like, oh, better. like trying. he's trying to practice his dancing, like, <laughs> little things like that, um, where I think they do seem kind of sweet, um, but it's just, Dan's just such a creep and so selfish and so manipulative that you're almost like, just, when is the hood going to be pulled, like, when is she going to take off her blinders, um, in a way, and that's almost like waiting for that penny to drop But she is very
2: innocent
0: in this. You kind of want her to have a good night. Yeah, you can can sort of see the levels of apprehension in in Karen um, throughout the episode and when she's talking to Lucas about it as well. And then she's like, well, for 17 years I didn't go out and it's kind of your fault for being alive. So Um, (laughs) was anyone else a little bit sick in their mouth when he was like, have a nice time at prom, mum and dad? Horrible.
1: It was, it was an important moment. I only feel sick because of his hair. And the reason why like, it's so tight to his forehead, like, let that forehead breathe, man. Like, push it back a little. That was a high boyfriend
0: moment for me. It was the same as a high boyfriend. It was just... Didn't need to happen, but okay.
1: It did. That's fair. <laughs> the high boyfriend bit is the wor- is worse, I think. But I understand your sentiment on <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
5: No, I kind of feel like the dad thing is is more grating for me.
2: Oh. <laughs> I don't
5: know. It's just like the high is like it's cringy. This was sickening. Um, <laughs> so it's just a bit like you can almost see like a kid who's from a broken home is like, oh okay, maybe his parents like, yeah, no, no, sorry, I tried to rationalise it. No, it's still just sickening. And yeah, back to my original one of thought. Ignore the past thirty seconds of what I said.
1: <laughs> nice. What, well, Dom? Do you have a prediction for Dan and Karen?
0: Um, I don't know. I I kind of want them to go and have a nice evening together because you you do almost kind of forget the whole Keith thing. Um, and you do want Karen. I want Karen to have a nice time. I want her to be able to go to prom and not be like left. Um, but I can't help but feel. Um, the whole circle of life thing and that things will repeat themselves. Um, so there will be some sort of issue. But that might not be led by Dan. That might be led by something else this time with uh, Lucas being in trouble and Dan potentially having to go and join uh, the rest of the the team at going to rescue him from Psycho Derek. There you go. So the, There the,
1: you the, go. The only thing
0: I'm not sure about with with what's going to happen at the end is is Psycho going to be in the house with Peyton or is Psycho going to punch in the face? She's sort of a bit dazed or unconscious and taken her somewhere else, leaving the door open, which means that Lucas will go in, find the place is empty and then phone everyone else to be like, we need to go and find Peyton. Um, and then, and then it will become a whole, everyone in, you know, their little gang, everyone in, in sort of tree Hill will be looking for Peyton. um, And also, where the fuck is Larry?
1: (laughs) He's uh, he's out to sea, my man.
0: Crap, Dad of the year goes to Larry Sawyer.
1: (laughs) Worst parent ever. He actually secretly hates Peyton. Uh, He 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 actually sent Psycho Derek there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, she's yeah, she's in. Go.
1: Don't worry about the doorbell, just get in there. I told the police
0: not to worry. They're they're pretty chill anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Larry paid off the police. Okay. Now we know. It's so all we'll getting there. Okay, anything we missed, let's pick up in in Judgments. Um but before we go anywhere oh, I've, I've forgotten what we say. Before we go to Judgments what is it? It is that, isn't it? Yeah. As before we judge before we go to judgments that doesn't sound right if you like this podcast if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and how could you not then please rate, review, subscribe we do not eat on this podcast (laughs) judgments Alicia who's your favourite performer of this episode Uh,
5: performer I'm going with Sophia Bush um I, I, yeah, I really just liked her facial expression when she was sat on the grass and just kind of looked a bit despondent slash realising how much she messed up. I thought she did that really well. A special shout out to, you know, Hilary Burton.
1: Nice. Dom. Dom? Uh,
0: your yeah, favourite performer was Hilary Burton. I thought she did uh, a cracking job uh, of being um, just completely thrown by by Brooke and the way she's been and and the whole attitude and just being done with it and kind of pouring her heart out uh, to her as well the shock on her face when Derek reappears at the end as well is great Um, punching someone's shoulder not ideal when she's punching the dummy don't punch the shoulder that's just going to break your hand but the rest of it is pretty good Um, and a a good moment with Nathan as well so yeah Hillary Burton yours Simon
1: I I noticed the shoulder punching as well um (laughs) I yeah, I'm gonna say Hillary Burton as well. The, the line delivery on uh you know, you made my mother's death a punchline is heartbreaking mm-hmm. and she delivered it really well. Um so yeah, I'll go with her. What about your favourite character, Alicia? Um I'm gonna
5: go with Nathan. Um because because I feel like I've already said how much I like play and I don't even see that every episode. But, like, Nathan in particular here, I think this is where you can really see how he has changed from even, like, him, as you, I think, as you mentioned, Simon, when he's playing the kind of douche in the first two, three minutes and it feels almost laughable. It's such a stretch from who he is in this present season four. Whereas in, when you compare that to season one, when he was actually saying a lot of those lines he said were very similar to what things he was saying in those first few episodes. And it just, and it felt normal then compared to how it feels now. And his growth and just owning up and being like, oh, I'm apologising. I'm going to kind of cater to Hayley's every whim and the change, her changing mind over the list and trying kind to of really do his best to be a good guy. Um, it made me really appreciate his character in this
1: episode. What a great answer. Dom, you've got to follow that.
0: Uh, well, it's difficult because I've picked Nathan as well uh, for pretty much exactly the same reasons. I, I thought, you know, as he's going around and apologising, you see the growth um, in the young man. You know, we've seen at the beginning of this episode how much of a dick he was to now seeing how sort of grown up and mature he is. And when he goes and gets advice from Dan, he's he's almost got like a comfortable relationship with Dan. and um you know so you're a bit of a screw up you know help me be less of a screw up than you and it's it's good it's a really really good moment so yeah Nathan for me as well but yeah and you?
1: Well well nothing I can say is there because you both use all of the words <laughs> but I would say Nathan for the same reasons as well and seeing the uh, disparity between the two is great what about your favourite background performer one line or what Dom? Lyrus <laughs>
5: Um I am going for one of the ducks. Um, and when Peyton goes duck, duck, duck bitch. Um, only one of them actually turned and was like, Why is someone patting my head? And I appreciated <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't touch my head. Don't touch me. Full stop, Dom.
0: Um, can I pick uh I'll call him by his proper name, Junk. I don't think junk says anything. Or does he? Does he
1: Okay. No, well, that's air a grievance that I have. People sometimes I let people get away with it because of time, because we we have to move on. But we made a rule in season one that you cannot choose anyone that has a character name because. Oh, okay. Because otherwise, you could say, Oh, well, uh, so Bevin was in this episode and had one line. I'm not accepting any Bevins. If someone comes on and gives an answer like that and I've let you get away with it, it's because it's time pressured and time sensitive. You allowed, It's not because I've agreed. Ashley to
0: say psychoderic.
1: I know. Ashley, when you hear this back, I'm sorry, but we had to move on to Alicia.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll, I'll pick the other duck then. From the Duck Duck Goose, Duck Duck Bitch.
1: Fine. So you've gone duck two, Alicia's Duck One.
0: Duck Two was the better film. Oh sorry. Go on, Carol.
1: It <laughs> was yours, Simon. Uh, the guy that has does wow. the shot out of Bevin's uh belly button. Nice. The second guy. Your your turn. You're up next, buddy, that guy. <laughs> Favorite song, Alicia?
5: Uh, life is beautiful. It's one right at the end.
1: The one with the psychoderic, yeah, reveal.
2: psychoderic
1: reveal. Nice, yeah, Dom. It's going to be the one Ashley chose because you was happy about her choice. It's a good
0: song. Uh, yeah, good song. Good choice. Are you going to be my girl by Jet is is my choice as well.
1: I I like the psychoderic song because I'm psychotic. <laughs> and your favorite line alicia i
5: had a couple um so there's all the girls how many girls have you slept with fabio that i appreciated does the dress make my butt look big followed by skills going oh yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but number one goes to here lies mouth the guy was a jackass <laughs>
1: that's a good one <laughs> wait is this because of your own feelings or no, it,
5: it was it was just funny also true
1: but made me because it was funny <laughs> okay fair
0: Dom? Uh, it's a Nathan line where he says you're the next stop on the Nathan Scott apology tour I thought that was quite funny uh, there's a lot of great lines in it but that one stuck out so I went with that Or what about yours?
1: It's, for me it has to be the um, yeah whatever mum just clear it up yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious And then last but not least, the precious, precious rating. Alicia, will tell you Ashley's rating at the end once we've all said our ratings. Did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yeah. And did it increase, decrease or stay the same?
0: Stayed the same.
1: And Dom, same questions.
0: I had a number and it stayed the same. And you, Simon, same questions.
1: And same answer. Uh-huh. Then here we go. One, two, three, seven, eight. Nine. Ooh. Seven, eight, and nine. And Ashley was a nine. Yes, Ashley was a nine. So that's two nines, a seven, and an eight. I, so I, I, the, well, h- hang on, the rules on the average there would mean we go to a nine that's how math works no that's not yes. how maths works math is a construct that it differs from person to person and i'm saying for me that's how math works we go to a nine <laughs> <laughs> but Agreed? ashley had said she's willing to
0: to go to an eight and i think i'm 8 is perfect middle ground. I actually think the episode itself, although there's some really good moments, isn't isn't particularly interesting or good episode until the very end. So, like, the Peyton scenes are probably the best scenes, and then the end scene with Peyton and Derek is is the best bit. So the rest of it is just kind of whatever, like continuation, but it, it isn't particularly interesting. So that's the only reason it, it got an 8. It would have been a 7, otherwise. But... I think eight is fair,
1: Alicia. Do you want to explain your insult?
0: <laughs> I'm, surely I'm not like on the biggest shit list here because I went for eight. <laughs> Come on!
5: So <laughs> like, it's it's kind of the same things that Dom said. In that I think there seems to interface and Burke of probably nine to the real at the end nine, but the rest of it, like it, it didn't, I didn't feel like it was building up for what is the. As you're watching it, it feels like a setup for the next episode rather than an episode in its own right being a really good one,
0: mm. um,
5: which is why I kind of felt like it was just an okay episode. So a seven, I'd happily go to an eight. I don't think it's a nine. It's not. I'd happily go to an eight
1: okay well as ashley was happy to go to an eight and because luna is here and she makes me feel better about myself i am willing to go down to an eight
0: good lad well done
1: seals it it's an eight you, you can thank luna well done, actually luna. but it's fine lovely oh, luna, luna. <laughs> lovely luna well cool what is your problem nothing nothing no what was it? No. You didn't like the fact that you called my dog lovely. You wanted retry- to retract it. What was that?
0: No, I, I think Luna is lovely.
1: Then why the face? You're crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hashtag making
0: mate has gone to a new level today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got comfortable with it, but so, so we'll call this one an eight. Alicia, we appreciate you. And so much that, you know, that you've uh, joined us from your holiday. And uh, thank you for, you know, the rescheduling and everything. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate you from all the way from season one to now. And hopefully we get to keep you to season nine. Thank you. Thanks to you
5: guys. I appreciate it. It's a lot of effort. So congrats to you for kind of sticking with this and, yeah, making the time. I know the Wednesdays can be quite rough. Um, but
0: you guys do it very well. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Thursdays that are hard. <laughs> Wednesdays easy. Thursdays a shit show. <laughs> but we re, we we love it when you come on, Alicia. You you are brilliant. We could just listen to to you talk for hours about it. You you bring so much to it, and you're so much fun. So yeah, uh, hopefully you're a full liner and we get all the way. <laughs> but, Yeah, thank you so much.
1: Um. What accent do you want Dom to do for the Ravens? It used to be
0: everyone, now it's just me. Very strange.
1: <laughs> um, no, you do the count in and <laughs> we do it with you at the end.
5: Let's go with a uh, Welsh.
0: Ooh, Welsh, I haven't had Welsh for a while. Um, I always think of my I had a store manager that was Welsh and he used to go, right you are all the time. So he's got Right you are to get in my Welsh accent and here we go. Ravens on three. One, two, and three. Ravens!
1: <laughs> Ravens!